care, whatever you guys want to do. Yeah, you guys are absolutely cool to record this shit and share it wherever, man. It's, it's going to be a fun time all around, you know? Right. And it's cool. I never got into Airsoft, even though I wanted to. Just none of my friends wanted to, to go down that rabbit hole with me back in the day. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they were more into paintball. So then I finally like got a, switched and like got a paintball gun. And they're like, yeah, we're all done with that. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I still have this really sick M16 replica paintball gun. And they're like, nice. have fun. I'm like, yeah. damn it. <laughs> well, bro, when was the last time you played uh, Airsoft or um, uh, paintball? like this is 15 years ago probably yeah. 20 years ago so yeah. look you know i've been i've had you know i've been talking a lot of these uh airsoft as well some of them play paintball as well yeah and a lot of them have come from paintball and some of them still play paintball so dude i played paintball you know 20 years ago and yeah. uh and these guys are on here like oh yeah have you seen the mag fed paintballs have you seen the uh uh first strike ones i'm like what what and they're like yeah yeah they go in you feed them into a mag just like you're loading a real gun yeah and they're not a full round ball they've got like a it's the ball is the front mm. and then the back end is a uh, plastic fins that are uh rifled no so this thing like zings like super straight you know how paintballs always lob oh yeah um, yeah no these things the like, yeah these things shoot straight as fuck and you know and i guess they hurt worse <laughs> um, <laughs> make but, the armor uh, feel more important <laughs> <laughs> i'm like dude this is cool okay hell yeah that is wild yeah i've noticed that with like a lot of uh kids weapons like toys and stuff like that they're yeah. like it's either make them absolutely ridiculous so they don't look real at all like that yeah. kind of mentality or hey why not educate kids and like just give them all the cool details that they're gonna most boys are gonna be interested in anyway i've noticed that. <laughs> right my son is just inherently interested in like machines and guns and lasers and you know it's just i didn't even really give that to him he like kind of picked up on certain things right and chose which things he liked and you know out of the plethora that he was shown so i think it's just inherently like it's something in us that are we're curious it really is i know with uh my um my wife and i have five kids so we had them uh, all close together that's so cool (laughs) so when uh when our boy we had three boys two girls when the uh boys were little they're out there the girls didn't do it neither girls did it um Mm -hmm. but the boys be out in the backyard i'm talking like one and a half two years old they pick up a stick and go like this and point at you and go yeah and i'm like what <laughs> i know they're you know they 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 pick up things like they see things they hear things you know sure. cartoons and and movies and shows and you know just i i had guns in the house and stuff that you know but i it's it's just wild man like why didn't the girls do it you know it's so wild yeah it's interesting uh-huh <laughs> I don't have any girls, but you know, my niece is definitely the last one to pick up one of the Nerf guns. <laughs> Not to say there aren't exceptions to that rule because my wife, uh, I have pictures of her just like, you know, shooting uh, like uh, recurve bows and stuff and everything. So it's like, man, I wasn't around for it, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, but like, so uh what was i gonna say yeah sometimes there's an exception to the rule but for the most right. part yeah, it's always the boys that are kind of just naturally drawn to those kind of things absolutely but um 
but where was I going to go with that? Oh yeah. yeah just the fact that back during the pandemic, man, I went to, I think I told Shane all about this cause I was bitching to him about it because I knew he was into airsoft. I wanted to at least show my son what paintball guns looked like. Cause I was telling him about them. Cause there was like a paintball video game. And I'm like, eh, this is weird. Like, let me show you what <laughs> paintballs are like. You're all right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what it was. So, um, so yeah, we went to Dick's Sporting Goods, then we went to Cabela's, then we went to Walmart, and we went all over the place. No paintball anywhere. It was just gone. And what I got was oh. an excuse from each and every one of those retailers was something, something pandemic. And then ever since, ah. Really? <laughs> and it was like, that interesting. So they right. used it. And I was like, what about Airsoft? Yeah, probably not. But on our website, that's a different story. You might mm. find someone like, Everyone, even Cabela's had like, I think they had one pellet gun, you know? Yeah. And it was like, what the fuck is this? Like, what? Is, there was like maybe some sort of corporate opportunity to be like, hey, let's just silently get rid of all the kid guns uh -huh. and the toy guns and everything that's not, you know what I mean? Like, just like get rid of that idea out of the kids' heads of like Massachusetts too, and, dude. That's true too. I am in Massachusetts. So it's going to be a very uh, tunnel vision uh, mm. story. You know, you guys may be like, that ain't happening here. Dude, I'm good at Dollar General. There's a whole gun section in the tree aisle. <laughs> hey, my 7 Eleven's got them, okay? Shit, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, up here on the East Coast, we are, well, not we, but yeah, in general, it is very liberal and everything. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you guys up north, uh, northeast, you got uh, most of those states are pretty like heavily, you know, liberal or gun control kind of, you know, things like that. And then you got what is it, Maine? That's like constitutional carry, baby. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's Maine's so wild. Yeah. Maine's the wild west. Like, right. Maine is crazy. Where you get I go your trailer up there tag. often, and you go up there far enough, and we'll just sit there, like, dude. There's not a single sound. You can't hear a car. You can't hear what? anything. You're just fucking out there in the middle of nowhere, you know? That's creepy. Yeah. Well, this is way up in like Baxter uh, State Park. But that's the thing about Maine. There's so many like big state parks and everything. It's just so much forest. Same with New Hampshire. And of course, okay. New Hampshire now has like the free staters, like all these libertarians going uh, hard and like kind of they've been openly infiltrating the very liberal government of new hampshire for like the mm -hmm. last 25 years and over the past few since like a lot more of the demographics like have been more open-minded more rebellious right and a lot more free staters have been created so new hampshire is like liberals are fleeing the state like it's treachery it's horrifying <laughs> well there's so many more people are are uh seeing how just totally corrupt like blatant in your face corrupt that the government is and they're going okay both parties are fucked uh <laughs> you know all the news organizations the mainstream media organizations are fucked on either side like they're just they're all repeating the same shit and people are starting to wake up and go wait a minute okay maybe libertarian's got something going on you know like some they, they're common sense <laughs> they're all about less government control and shit absolutely yeah. And, uh, yeah. Some would argue that the government, like some form of organization is necessary. And I don't even, I'm not smart enough or intellectual enough or involved with political science enough to, to really know if that's the right answer or not. You hear 
so many people on both sides of that. I mean, I tend to lean more towards total anarchy, but then again, there's uh-huh. a lot of good, there's a lot of good points against that as well, you know. So, right. like, we're not prepared for any world. It seems we've been uh, so uh-huh. because we've been like turned into cattle for so long. Yes, it's like we don't know really how to jump to this awesome future that we have so much potential for. Uh-huh. Like, and then we also we have a really hard time like trying to go back to our roots and go back to like way more physical labor, way more patience and growing mm-hmm. your own shit, like all kinds of things. So it's like, we have a hard time jumping off to any better paradigm right now. I feel like we're in such chaos and we've just been herded so long, you know, like libertarianism is a good idea until it's like, until some of it becomes like a breeding bed for just ideologies and stuff like that. Like there's a big, big, big uh, libertarian style, like maybe not directly libertarian, but very libertarian. Yeah, but what if? Hang on, hang on, hang on. Libertarian (laughs) fun, uh, like leaning festival that happens in New Hampshire. And it just happened a few weeks ago. And suddenly Kennedy's on the talking bill and Tulsi Gabbard's on the bill. And it's like, Whoa, 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 what's going on here? Like suddenly this grassroots thing is getting pretty uh, mainstream, you know, I don't know. It's, and there's, again, there's so many arguments on both sides, but okay, I'll shut up. Go ahead. No, I think that's what happens though. Right. You're uh, you're right. That's the, uh, the grassroots movement or whatever. Like the, that means it's not like a mainstream idea. Right. So But one and there's a lot of people like personality types like myself that once something becomes popular, I fucking hate it. So because (laughs) right. And and honestly, I don't hate it just because it's popular. What I hate is it creates this uh, wave of fanboys that Mm -hmm. only follow it. They're not ideology. You know, I'm an idealist. okay, Mm -hmm. Um, And so I have a set of standards and principles that I follow. Um, no matter what anyone is saying, I don't give a fuck what the, anyone is saying, the news, the, the, you know, common sense things like basic, you know, human things that my parents taught me that are, Hey, treat people like you want to be treated, the golden rule. Okay. Golden Shit rule, like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, use common sense. Um, you know, uh, masks work with a deadly virus, but you know, but no, no, no. If you're rioting, you don't have to wear one, you know, like, like <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, um, you know, there's nothing that I'm going to, some of those basic need, uh, you know, beliefs that I have are not going to change because ever the mainstream talks about it, but the grassroots things like, uh, once it becomes a more popular thing, gains popularity, there is a spot that's like the, the perfect, right. Median. That's like, this is it. Okay. Yeah. I'm on board this. Okay. Let's, let's make some change. Right. And then it'll get. Uh, and then all the people that started it will, will get some power and then they'll start getting a little corrupt and they'll yeah. be like, oh, yeah, well, no, we have power. We can no, that we shouldn't be doing that. Well, you said in the beginning you want to do that. Yeah. But uh, but look now. OK, like, oh, dude, come on. Every yeah. Time. I don't know. Gatekeeping suddenly, you know, it's like, whoa, 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 what's happening and censorship and it's like, wait, whoa, you know. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, man. So Shane, what were you going to say when you were like, but what if? (laughs) Oh no, that was literally like you were saying how libertarians, they could get into like just a fucking cesspool of ideology. 
Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, so I was marking that. So, <laughs> yeah, but what Fair if? Enough. What? What if that? What if that? So I'm Eric. at. Um, so my background, I uh, I grew up in uh, Northeast Ohio, uh, mm-hmm. Cleveland area, Akron, and um, my wife and I met in high school, and I went in the Marine Corps for four years after high school. She went to uh, Kent State University, and uh, we um, I had I came back from overseas, uh, proposed her, we got married. I still had two years left on active duty. I was stationed at uh, Pendleton, my last duty station. I, it's actually a pretty cool gig. I worked on a shooting range out there cool. and um, <clears throat> beautiful weather by the beach, hot chicks, um, <laughs> shooting guns all day. So <laughs> that's pretty awesome. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. Okay. Um, <laughs> so uh, that's like an eighties action movie. It's <laughs> perfect. It's great. I was sex on the beach. Okay. Like literally. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it was, and then we got married and then uh, I got out. And we had five kids, um, seven years. Uh, that Absolutely was like beautiful, man. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, we we wanted six until we had four, and then I said, okay, uh, uh, <laughs> bro, this is getting crazy. So um, I worked uh, factories and stuff and construction most of my time, from the time I got out in '93 until just re- you know about five years ago, uh, until I was paralyzed, and then um, I was paralyzed with an illness called uh, Guillain-Barré syndrome. And it's similar to ALS, um, you know, shit like that. So uh, coming out of that, uh, once I was recovered enough to where I could actually walk down, walk around the house, uh, I came down here, got on the computer, and I said, what the fuck am I going to do? I didn't want to take um, uh, the uh, government, um, whatever you call it, you know, assistance, right? Mm. I didn't want to get uh, any of that. And uh, my wife's like, why don't you sign it? Oh, disability, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm like, no, I'll figure something out. And um, she's like, why are you so stubborn? I'm like, uh, I'm just not, I don't need anything from the government. So, <laughs> And this, uh, from a, this from a former Marine, well, there is no such thing, right? As a former, yeah, a former Marine. Yeah, yeah Marine. I say former Marine, yeah. <laughs> um, and it, you know, and I joke like, okay, I had everything I need from the government when I was, you know, in the military, but I don't, like I just really wanted to figure something out. I don't know. It was just like a, it was a pride thing for sure. Um, it would have helped me out to uh, to sign up for that and get it, uh, especially in the beginning. But um, I just I said, you know what? I'm gonna start a YouTube channel. I started like three before I started the airsoft one, mm-hmm. and uh, started a review channel, a cooking channel, and I fucking hate cooking. Okay, um, <laughs> <laughs> no shit. But I had fun. It was fun. I got I dragged my daughter into it. And my son, I dragged into the uh, review channel and then the airsoft channel came about because, uh, two of my boys, uh, my older boys, um, got into it while I was, you know, recovering and, um, they brought a gun home and I was like, what is this? And they showed me, I was like, holy shit. I didn't know they advanced that much. So I was like, this would be cool to film. And actually I didn't plan on starting the airsoft channel. Uh, I, I already had a review channel that me and my son were doing. And I said, Colton, why don't we just uh, review all these guns? These are cool on that review channel. And um, and then Johnny came over, who's their friend they grew up with, who got him into airsoft. And he was talking about mystery boxes and all this shit. And I was like, oh, okay, well, there's enough. for We can actually start a separate channel. And that's what we did four years ago. We started out doing uh, mystery boxes, you know, unboxings and uh, reviews of all the guns we would get. And we had a shit ton of stuff to do because there was four of us on the channel. Each one of us would order 
a mystery box every month they came out. Wow, so that's awesome. We'd have you get like, you get how like, much you get like two yeah. or three guns in a mystery box. Yeah. You usually get like a rifle and a pistol, pistol. And like you know, specialty thing or yeah, yeah. an extra gift item or something. Fucking gel mm-hmm. blaster. <laughs> <laughs> so we got uh we would open so the first month we started was uh April of 2019 was our first video that we released. So April there was um and we did the Evic uh BOA's box of awesomeness, okay? So we had at the end of April they had one. We got that one at the um beginning of may what's in may mother's day um there's something else oh end of may is memorial day that's right so we had memorial day then going into june you have june 6th for the world war ii uh remembrance thing then you had father's day and then something else at the end of june anyway we had like four within a month so that's 16 boxes to unbox <laughs> each of them having two guns okay so we had a shit ton of stuff to do you know reviews and that's how we started but anyway um about a, almost two years ago my sons uh and jp got got really busy uh and i had gotten into doing the podcast and i, I made it kind of official and i started doing it every week and that's how i met shane um because i was you know just uh scrolling through instagram like all these airsofters. Oh, I've talked with this person. I've talked with that person. And I see who liked their stuff. And I'd go to their page and I'm like, Oh shit, let me talk to this dude. And that's how Shane and I met. So that's awesome. And then Shane told me about you. Cause we had <laughs> Shane, the last time you and I talked, mm-hmm. what did, uh, we were just bullshit. We were just fucking bullshit. Oh, like yeah. <laughs> it wasn't even really about airsoft. It was just, fuck, just we fucking around. All over the place. Yeah. We started out <laughs> kind of joking around a little bit, but we were kind of bashing, australia for you know like for, well i know what it was it was i'm friends banning. with him again by the way i still fuck australia <laughs> we we're shout out because... to drew missing from from your missing <laughs> we love you drew love we you, love drew. hey listen Get i out. love my Austins, man but it was um they had just banned uh gel blasters so we were oh talking about God. that that's unreal crazy dude like they had already did are they gateway song, guns like... or what like, that's, their... <laughs> that's it what the angle was yeah that's what it is gateway gun that's kind of my feeling when i noticed all of the guns gone from walmart and dicks around yeah, me dude. Like, was massachusetts pulling some fucking covert shit <laughs> but, well that's yeah, uh, that was... kind of on that topic we um we've had this conversation you know me and a bunch of people that i've had on the uh, podcast is that you know that why are these, uh, you know, Instagram, Facebook, and, and YouTube throttling and shadow banning airsoft content? Because they'll allow real gun stuff all day long, and mm. not not real gun, bro. I've been watching war clips. Yeah, dude. I'm talking where people the are war getting is viral. Where yeah. They're getting blasted Mur- and blown apart. They're showing it. Yeah, it's on disgusting. Instagram, but you can't show. They'll they'll take down your video for an airsoft gun. We are entering Robocop. We are we are (laughs) very close to Robocop. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Dude, it's that's like seeing a gladiator where he's like, Are you not entertained? You know, (laughs) want more blood. That's what I was gonna say earlier about the uh society doesn't know where to go, it has so much potential. We're Mm. just waiting, waiting around for the AI to take over. Oh, dude. How do you mention Fucking that? Jetsons. Like, 
I, when I was waiting for you guys, I was actually, I can't believe I was subjecting myself to this, but I was listening to Elon Musk be interviewed by Tucker Carlson. And I was only like 15 minutes into, I think it's like a two hour interview, mm. but it's, it's, it's weird. Cause like, I recent? know, I think it's kind of recent, oh, but okay. it's not super recent. I think okay. it's like from a month or two ago. Oh, okay. Um, it has to be pretty damn recent. Cause I know that Carlson's only been on Twitter for so long doing his thing. Yeah, that's know, true. Officially having that Couple be his months. platform. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't trust either of those men, but I know or at least I feel that the angle that they are providing is supposed to be the more legitimate down to earth angle, like, you mm-hmm. know, caution, more cautious with AI, you know, all the different topics, taking a more human, moderate, moderate kind of approach to everything in some senses, of course it's being used and called propaganda by every, you know, brainwashed citizen out there, of course, but I, I don't know. It seems to me like those people are like kind of aimed at the more critical thinking in a way. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong though, because I think no, I agree. jump down my throat sometimes and say, absolutely not. They're, you know, Tucker Carlson, my God, are you kidding me? It's all like the rednecks of the world love Tucker. You know, that's the, I guess I'm redneck. I, I like what he talks about, man. I, he's straightforward, especially now that he's been off Fox. I mean, he's not censored at all. Like he can just, he brings up, he makes up his own show and mm-hmm. talks about this shit. Like, very he's very well spoken obviously he's you know yeah the way he sets up his speeches elon musk is uh is smart now you know about the um the fight the the zuckerberg <laughs> oh god and... i have heard about that is that a real like it's i know I it's a it real possibility like it's i don't even they both agreed to it or something i don't know i don't know, I don't know. I know, I know that there's that, already an AI or like art generate AI art generated one, and it's probably yeah. is, you know. Zuck turns into a giant lizard. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. That tracks. <laughs> but then Elon would turn into a fucking dragon, an alien or something. Yeah, yeah. no shit. Be a fucking gray dude. He's so, so pale. <laughs> I've been having some crazy conversations lately, and um, uh, this one episode I did recently talking about the luciferian mentality versus an even older mentality and it seems to like the luciferian side of things is like it's just a good hold like placeholder word for like this you know ai friend i don't know like elon musk fits it perfectly where really we're like, yeah, he's Mr. Free Speech, but Twitter's becoming super locked down again, of course, <laughs> in certain directions and certain angles. But not only that, he's also Mr. Brain Chip. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So it's yeah, like, how much should we, you know, you put that. That know, is true. Fake there, is, there are some inconsistencies there. Right. Right. You know, that's true. But, I mean, granted, he's warning about AI, yeah. but at the same time, I don't know. I, I don't trust anything that, that the. That, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, maybe I'm too paranoid. <laughs> Dude, no, you know, know it's funny. I saw <laughs> something like a, a meme or something like that on Instagram just like a, a month ago or something where and I never had thought about this, but you know, the new or it's not new, but you know, the thing that um, I forget what you, the CAPTCHA check mm, you know uh, what I'm talking about, like when you go to sign in something and it says, we have to make sure you're not a robot. It's a oh, robot. Yeah making sure you're not a fucking robot right exactly yeah oh my god i'm like oh that blew my mind 
And there was a cap, there was a, uh, an AI. I can't remember the story. I would butcher it if I tried, but basically it was an AI that was like programmed to go out into the internet and like do certain things and like try to pass as a human. Mm. And that was its task. And it passed pretty, pretty intensely. Like at least with captcha and a couple other things. It's gotta be easy. Yeah, for real. Humans are really dumb with like clicking on a mouse and, tapping on a you know keyboard i feel stupid sometimes where it's like click all pictures with a bus in it and it's like there's one picture with just like the corner of the bus in it like do i click that one too yeah like like that doesn't have a bus in it and it doesn't (laughs) say the parts of you know any part of a bus it'll just say a bus i'm like yeah well none of them have the whole bus in it (laughs) i think ai represents uh childhood taking over adulthood Mm. that's a weird one Mm, but hear me hear me out you know um so we want instant gratification right now that was once something that was only talked about by the l by the older people commenting on the young that is not the case anymore across the board instant gratification is the entire consciousness of fucking planet earth at this yeah, point that's true and it's worse <laughs> on our children than it was on us but it's yeah. all of us we you know it's the adults I mean, too yeah absolutely and uh-huh. i mean my dad's in his late 60s and he's more obsessed with his phone than i'm i am you know what i mean is that why so, like and not to single him out you know it yeah, yeah. works the other way too of course but like yeah. it's just all of us now and uh-huh. ai represents this massive uh, step up in, in exponential learning. And like, you know, even from the good perspective of just considering it a tool for humans, you know, not us like relying on it, but that's what it turns into, right? That's yeah, the sl- slope. The and why do we want it in the first place? Convenience, mm-hmm. convenience, 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 right? And that's not, a new, that's not robot. a new game. It's definitely yes. not a new game, but it's a, it's an extra dimension to an old game, you know, right. you turn right. the square into a cube. Yeah. Yeah. We're really, really close to the, uh, oh, what's that kids movie? Uh, Wally, you know, where they're yeah, riding around in hover chairs. Too. Um, yes. Idiocracy like, and Wally together. Yeah, you go. <laughs> For real. Like, welcome to Costco. Rocks. I love you. <laughs> yeah, you sit, <laughs> sitting in your lounge chair with a big toilet built into it, just shitting yourself while you're, <laughs> I mean, I mean there's some like, good ideas in that. Movie, I'm saying you know? now. Okay. <laughs> Ron do. <laughs> that was back to like what I was saying in the beginning, how like we're not prepared as we are right now for any uh, future or like revival of something better from the past, because you look at something like AI and, and just technology where it's going and all of that could still just be used as tools and we and we could use them properly, I think. However, none of us are prepared to really do that because mm-hmm. we're not in a good place because we want it's like it's like an individual that wants to skip all the shadow work and just get to that happy positive spiritual person <laughs> <laughs> you know yes <laughs> and we're doing oh, that wow, as a human people. race we want to we want to bypass spiritual um it doesn't even have to be spiritual because not no, everyone but has that, to be spiritual. Just you know? like yeah, but that's a, no, that's a good example because that's one maturity. of the things that you can't really skip. Like you, ha- it takes time, right? Yeah. Absolutely, it really does take time and patience, uh, meditation, praying, yeah. whatever. Like 
focus, right? Yeah. Daily, focus. daily, yeah. maybe multiple times a day. Like you really have to be disciplined enough to put this shit away. Okay. Yeah. Stop <laughs> looking at, turn off, turn these off, turn off your TV. Like we, we see monitors every fucking where your watch, yeah, your phone, your, these, you know, what I'm looking at here uh, in the shopping fucking area, wherever billboards. you know, everywhere. At right. Work. Yeah. You All know? the time. So you got to go to a place where you turn off. You consciously have to go like it used to be you had to consciously go find this thing. Right. Because it was yeah. so rare. Oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. My buddy's got one down the road, you know, whatever. Like, I mean, I'm talking back in the day. Hands, hey, right? I, yeah. <laughs> so, Even back in the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like when I was a kid, I grew up in the 70s yeah, and uh, the plasma. TV. It was uh, my parents didn't have a TV when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And um, until I was about maybe 10 ish. And yeah. then when we got a TV, we didn't have cable. Um, we just had the antenna on the roof. And, uh, you know, we hit the side of the TV. It would be all static and shit. So the news sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I was my dad's remote. Right. Turn that channel. Um, I had, you know, so, I mean, we had to go search it out. And now we have to really go search out a place in your house that is actually secluded from this where yeah, you can man. discipline yourself to be focused. You know, all, all, there's a lot of people that talk about this stuff, you know, Jocko Willink uh, yeah. is one of them, but you know, there's a lot of these guys that, uh, that promote that and talk about it. Like, Hey, this is really good for your mental health. Like turn this off, yeah. go away. Like even just for an hour, half hour, feel whatever. the world. Yes. Feel the fucking <laughs> no. world for a minute. Yeah. Go out uh, barefoot in the grass. Like, yeah, you know, grounding, good. they call it grounding yourself. You know, it's uh, there's a real thing that happens between the energy of the earth and your bare feet. And um, a lot of people don't have that anymore. People, bro, people can't even walk barefoot anymore. Right. Unless you're on the, like you know, I don't even like to sometimes I have to yeah. get used to it all over again. Every, you know, I'm from New England. We have brutal winters. And oh, yeah. Disgusting hangover springs. And <laughs> and by summer, it's like, yeah, you forget all like your feet don't remember. Uh-huh. And they, it hurt all over again. We're walking. Yeah, yeah. And everything. It's like, oh, God yeah. damn. Yeah. It really does. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. Cold. That grounding is cool. My wife always does it. Her feet are just like steel now. Oh, <laughs> okay. Tell okay. Me I need to do that more often, you know? Yeah. And get back. Well, you to can make bed. a you make a little nice grounding pad, like uh, you know, just out in your backyard or something. Just somewhere you don't have to walk long distance. You know, you just need to stand there. But it's a meditate. good place to meditate or whatever. Um, but we've lost a lot of that stuff, and it's uh, we're constantly. Well, this one guy I was talking to recently. He's he's young, eighteen, and um, he said, "Yeah, I want to get." He's in really great shape. You know, um, he played sports and stuff, and uh, he kept in shape, and. He's very lean and, and, and muscular and everything. But he said, you know, I'm just, um, I want to get stronger mentally. And I said, you want to get stronger mentally? Anything that caught that, that its only purpose is to caught or to give you pleasure, turn it off. So turn off your porn. Don't jerk off. uh, Don't eat anything that's, uh, that's not beneficial to your body for nutrients. It's only there for pleasure. Anything that's just that there's no good benefit or benefit uh, besides pleasure, turn it off. Try it for a week. If you can go a week, try it for 10 days. Try it for two weeks. Keep turning it off, turning it off, turning it off. In fact, try not to pleasure yourself at all. Like don't, if something is easy, take the hard way. Yeah. Do that for a month and you'll start to get mentally tough. That's all it is. Like you just, yeah. you know, put yourself in inconvenient spots. 
I love Jocko's yeah. perspective on that shit. Right. He, I think I bought my sister a book by him, and she is not the Jocko listening type whatsoever. But yeah. at the same time, like his books are so awesome, and they're just in your face. And his perspective yeah. is so undeniable. It's not even mm-hmm. really his, but the 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 stoicism of it, the you know, and it's very Buddhist. And I was gonna just say that, like, yep. you know, along that path, it's really up to the individual how far do you want to take it? Because mm-hmm. that going two weeks, going four weeks, what's pleasure? What you know, some people would consider uh at first like reading and nonfiction, getting into like, oh, that's mental strength. In a way it can be, but it also becomes entertainment. It also right. becomes sucking in knowledge from the external world, mm-hmm. whether it's good or bad, like it's still consumption. It's still entertainment in a way. Mm-hmm. It's still feeding the body to yeah. distract it. You know, and I say that a lot about like us doing podcasts. It's a great thing, but at least we get out and do things and we like try to put our money where our mouth mouths are, you know, like mm-hmm. I, we try to grow our, our, as much food as we can here. We're homeschooling our son. So I try to talk oh, about awesome. these things and not be full of shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, Lead by example. Yeah. But sure, a lot sure. of times we do, we just get caught up in the minutia of just like talking about action rather than taking action, you know? Yeah, true. But, um, but yeah, it's good to talk about these things and remind ourselves of that. Some, some of the action that needs to be taken requires quite a bit of force. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it does and well that's the thing well motivation it's only yeah. in the beginning it's that you know inertia or the um snowball right yeah you've got a you know it takes a lot of energy at first to to get something moving that's that's just sitting there right that's stagnant once yeah. you get you know something of mass and whatever kind of thing you're trying to get moving like if you're trying to create a new habit and a new discipline it's uh yeah, it's difficult. That's why, you know, there's all those sayings about one day at a time we have. Now, this can be very useful for shit like that, because you can just talk to this thing and set a reminder in two seconds or an alarm and a timer or whatever, like just, um, you know, to help you get into this habit, you know, that create a new habit, you know. So it, in the beginning, it's tough, especially like getting up early if you're not used to it and trying to, you know get some shit done in the, you know, in the morning. It is, it is really nice though. Like it's so quiet, you know, the world's not awake yet. It's 5am typically. And you're not going to hear where I live. You're not going to hear cars uh, that early. Um, It's still a little dark. Um, It's just, it's, it's peaceful, but it's hard as fuck to get out of bed that early (laughs) when you're comfortable. Even oh, when yeah. you're used to it, man. Like I've been getting up at 5 a.m. for my job for so long, and now it's like, it still sucks no matter what. Like, yeah. no matter how much sleep I get, it's still like, <laughs> you're not, you know, ah, yeah. But um, <laughs> Dude, what is that? Why? Like, why? Like, you try to go to sleep, and you can't. You just lay thing. there. You don't same go to sleep. I, you wake up in the morning, more... and oh, it's just ahead. the most comfortable you've ever been. Yeah. Every time, every time yeah. you wake up, you're like, I don't, I don't want to care. I'm like, I don't, I'll, I'll just die right here. Like, this is the best. I feel uh, that way about like working get out of bed out, five right? minutes later. Like, and you're like, oh yeah. Yeah. Then it feels fine. Right. After a little it's, while. Yeah. Working out is kind of the same thing, like, man. You, but as you, soon like, as it's you, always painful, but mm-hmm. like, you get into a flow state eventually. Yeah, dude. After you're like halfway through it, you're just like, yeah, dude, this is what I'm fucking doing. And right. Then you just try to go to you can't. Yeah, man. Yeah, that is the good part like once you get it moving it's like that runner's high right yeah once you get it it really doesn't take long 
Right. It's uh, as far as the mental ping pong go, it's like it's more work in your head to resist it and <laughs> contemplate yeah. it and go back and forth, like make excuses and or whatever, and then just they try to call that do. ADHD. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just go, okay, alarm goes off. All right, my feet are on the floor. God damn it, this sucks. Okay, you're walking over here, and then like three, four, five minutes into whatever you're doing, push up, stretching, whatever it is. You start breathing a little heavier, like, okay, all right. Like, it doesn't take that long. It's not like it takes, like, a good hour of hard work for your body to go, all right, now I'm going. No, man, it's like a few minutes. I like to. I don't think any. I think ever. I think I don't think there'd be a human race. I think everyone would have just killed themselves. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Man. Now, Shane, what, uh, I mean, um, uh, Alan, well, Shane, too. How did you guys meet? Shane, you might have told oh, me dude. when we talked, but so what's, what's I, your guys' uh, story here? So me and Andy met through our friend Mark Steves. Oh, I called you runs, Alan. I'm sorry, man. It's all good. Andy, yeah. Um, yeah, Andy. Yeah, shout out to Mark. Runs the uh, My Family Thinks I'm Crazy podcast, and he's the booker for uh, the Tinfoil Hat podcast, and he runs our podcast collective, Alt Media United. Nice. And um, I think what it, did I... Did I send Mark the song and then he sent it to you? You or sent, did I send it? Who did I send it to? You, well, you sent him a song. I think I wrote either. him a song. Yeah, you sent that to yeah. him, and then he sent it to me. Like, yo, Andy, what do you think of this, man? I know you're into <laughs> this heavy music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You he's tell like me. A, he's like you a, tell a, me if this is Red Hot Chili not, Peppers you know? and like hip hop. Yeah, all guy. power to it. You know, I love my my kind of like more mellow music too. But um, when it comes to metal, yes, I will absolutely take on that badge of honor of expert. And, and yeah, I, yeah, I confirm for Mark that it was absolute fire. Hey. And I needed to know who the human being behind the music was. And he's like, it's this guy, Shane. And uh, yeah, he just uh, threw me his uh, Instagram tag. And I, I reached out to him like, dude, oh, my God, you are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's where it went for me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you've already known my podcast or maybe not but you knew mark so we we had the mutual friend right off the bat you know yeah dude yeah 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 he how did see... each of you meet know mark um i don't know how did i even i, I think i heard about... i heard mark on tinfoil hat like okay. before he even started my family thinks i'm crazy and alt media united <laughs> right and Man, it's been it's I'm coming up on two years since I started my podcast. Um, Hell yeah! So it's hard to remember, dude. Well, uh, <laughs> I think from what Mark told me about you, you reached out to him like as a fan. And yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Yo, check out okay. this song I wrote for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I was definitely away. listening to him. <laughs> so then yeah, he took that okay. song and like played it as he he was like, dude, Here's I'm gonna put it as intro for a while or my outro yeah. or something it's gonna freak people out <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah good for you man yeah it was heavy as fuck yeah it was man, like it was a super awesome. trippy city it is wild that's and kind of what happened for me rock i just well i yeah, know he made I, one no, for I me didn't, too i didn't dude. hit you up first and i was like fuck i didn't write him a song and then <laughs> that night dude. yeah shane you have serious talent we actually played one of shane or two of shane's songs on the last yeah, episode, the last episode. Oh, go yeah. subscribe to the deep share patreon yes 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 now how did you start that how'd that come up oh man You're well, a the, deep patreon, share. the deep, oh, the deep share. share yeah man so i've just been 
surfing through alternative revisionist history and UFO stories and psychedelics, all kinds of alternative conspiracy stuff since I was 17. Okay. Uh, back in 2000, 2001. So you were just always interested in it or always something... interested in it. Okay. And always looking for some creative outlet over the years and kind mm -hmm. of trying things and failing or not, not really putting my whole heart into them. And right. It's like, nah, it doesn't feel right. You know? Mm -hmm. um, and this just kind of happened as like a fan of podcasts. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I, I need, I think it was because I started talking to Mark and talking to Sam and, uh, ryan dean from dangerous world a couple of these guys legit bat um and i just just communication like i used to try to reach out to every kind of artist i was listening to over the years even musicians you know like periphery i used to talk to misha back in the day no on shit, boards all the time because he was just talking to everybody because he wasn't yeah. like fucking busy all the time you know <laughs> he was busy but so eventually i was just like i gotta start my own shit and then yeah i started getting into it i got lucky by just having a conversation with ryan dean and he had me on his show so mm. luckily i had a little bit of of a not a following but like someone had heard you know yeah word was out a little bit you know so right. i got in with some good other podcasters to show me the ropes early on and yeah it's been like almost three years i think i don't okay. remember but yeah it's been fun and i was gonna say a lot of the best interviews i've ever done i feel i did them after going through like two hours of talking to my wife about how i don't want to do it tonight i just don't feel like do mm -hmm. podcasting i just got home from 10 hours of working and i just want to relax with you and the kid i don't want to do any of this like talking myself out of like just work just work just like uh -huh. focus. oh not even yeah, work. dude it's focus like yeah and my wife would, you know, talk me back into it. And then I'd have those interviews and they would be the best ones I've had yep. like all month, you know, it was very interesting how it's like that anxiety, that build up, that trying to put it off, like somehow like trip. set off a firework. Or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so. that is, I've had that same experience numerous times with this. That's cool. Yeah. 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 A, a unanimous. <laughs> the more I mention it to other podcasts, like, oh yeah. Oh, for it's sure, like, man. Everybody has their own lives, you know. It's just like hard. Well, this to... isn't our full time yeah. job, so right. yeah. I'm fucking tired, bro. Money from this, wow. dude. Yeah, well, I, so... I I spend money on this podcast. <laughs> well, you know, I also, love doing it. You know, I've been... so I'm not bitching at all. <laughs> yeah, I'm not bitching either. It's uh it is fun. But that's but it's... why I only have thirty episodes out in two years. <laughs> <laughs> fucking no, slacker <laughs> dude so that's why i've been doing the show with andy because we're staying on each other's ass yeah this is fun like i'm putting out way more content even aside from our talks just because we have this consistency yeah, going. Dude. So, right oh that's good yeah. yeah you gotta have a workout buddy man for real yeah man it's either you have somebody that's gonna help you know push you like in that way and be positive or you have competition that's going to drive you right mm -hmm. right and right. uh yeah having having a workout buddy's great man some somebody to kind of like oh shit i said i was going to do this and uh shane's watching he's waiting for this next episode fuck all right i got to do it okay you right, know <laughs> yep. i think then you feel good after you do it you're like oh hell yeah oh, like, for sure. i did it i was accountable yep 
Yeah, exactly. And the more, and honestly, yeah, people should read people like jo- Jocko more often. Yeah, because like, some Jocko. Like, I'm just like, I haven't thought about him for years. And then you brought him up. I'm like, Man, yeah. yeah, that guy is the most motivational dude ever. And he Bro. makes you really feel like you need to be res- more responsible for yourself, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's uh, well, there's a lot of, you know, years ago before social media and before smartphone stuff, whatever, and the internet, you couldn't really like, if you didn't know someone in your personal life that um, was like that, that could help motivate you or whatever, you didn't have a good role model. It was very difficult to get that. Like you, you had to be a self-starter, like somebody yeah. in your group, you know, you kind of had to like, okay, okay. I got this, you know, it was rare. It was rare too. Yeah. Um, if you weren't part of like a group, like a team, like a football, t- you know, some kind of sports team or, um, you know, military or something that kind of drew these kind of people together that were kind of motivated and you go, okay, yeah, I can, you latch onto each other, like, Hey, let's help each other work out or let's stay consistent with this or whatever. Um, you didn't really have a whole lot of access to that. And now bro, go follow. I remember somebody said to me uh, a while ago, like, I said, what do you guys think about um, switch? This is months and months ago. What do you guys think about uh, switching from Instagram to Twitter for airsoft stuff because of uh, Instagram, you know, uh, shadow ban, you know, like banning all your shit and people were getting canceled and stuff. And um, so, uh, and they were all like, oh no, Twitter's so toxic. And I said, well, Twitter itself can't be toxic. Um, it's who you oh. choose to follow. There's a shit ton of motivational stuff on there, bro. Go Absolutely. follow a bunch of, you know, meditation and nature and man, there's some beautiful, beautiful pictures and videos and peaceful, calming things. There's educational stuff. There's like, Hey, uh, words of affirmation, like all kind of shit you could follow that is super positive, but whatever right. you choose, you know, and, and you don't get rid of those weird suggestions they give you, you know, and say, Nope, I don't like that. Like you can cater it. Yeah, you can use right. it to your benefit. You know, but there's so many different ways you can go. Hey, I want to see Jocko, you know, showing a picture of his watch at 430 in the morning with fucking <laughs> sweat already. OK, yeah, dripping on it. Right. <laughs> um, and that's what he does, man. I see that picture. I'm mean, some days I'm like, fuck, yeah, I'm motivated. And other days I'm like, God damn it. Because I don't I don't feel like. <laughs> right, right. Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, it's so crazy. You think like we should all be getting up with the sun. Yeah. Yeah. It just seems so natural. Yeah. But we've built a whole world around just yeah, going against minutes. nature, really. Yeah, minutes seconds. Yeah, of course. Well, yeah. dude, this room I'm in now. Um so this office, I don't even have the other light on, so it's really dark. So this whole wall, um, let's see. Okay. Hey, there's the airsoft gun. Yeah. So this is to my left. So I'm here. Okay. So this wall, is this a bedroom? This used to have a giant window in it like it's supposed to. I blocked it out uh, because it was, you know, the sun goes back here. And I'm in South Carolina. And that sun goes right over the tree. And it's like the back of the house gets sun for like 10 hours, okay, of the day. So uh, it gets hot as fuck. Yeah. So I put curtains over here. It didn't work. I put, it was just so hot in here. And especially when I was recording stuff in here. So I walled it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I'm sitting in here speaking of, you know, getting up with the sun and knowing what time. I I have no clue Lock what time that it is. Motherfucker right. <laughs> I don't do the work, right? It's like, yeah, 
<laughs> I got the door closed. Like there's no, I have no idea what time it is outside. I can't see any light at all. Uh, I don't know if it's light or dark. Sometimes when I do these podcasts, we'll, we'll talk for a few hours. Like there's mm -hmm. been a couple of them that were like four hours over four hours long. So that's awesome. I go off and I get off and I'm like, and I, I really don't know while we're talking. I don't really pay attention. And, and then I go, Oh shit. Like it's fucking <laughs> one 30 in the morning. And I'm like, okay. The, when I came in here, it was kind of light out. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. So, and suddenly go outside like, Oh shit. I time traveled bro. For real. <laughs> I love those conversations. Well, you listen, wanna... what uh, you said something earlier about a Luciferian. Now, sure, obviously, yeah. it's I, we mean that very loosely, of course. I don't mean, yeah, like, necessarily. Is that like a is that a thing, like, um, or is that just just the main reference to Lucifer or whatever? But is there like no, a belief it, system on there? It, yeah, technically, is there... there technically there is a, a belief system? You know, the, it's absolutely different than like Church of Satan. And all okay. That. But it's there's similarities, of course. I think it, in the bigger, broader picture, it's very similar ideals. A lot, both uh, both have like I would, and I just talked to Ian Ferguson about this. I'm not sure when. I'm gonna try to put both episodes out today. <laughs> we'll see what happens. But uh, anyway, this conversation with Ian Ferguson, he goes into this a lot. He's he's a wealth of knowledge in this area about history and consciousness and everything. And I love it. And he kind of breaks this down into this dichotomy of this Molochian versus Luciferian. You got Moloch versus Lucifer. And the reason why I wanted to talk to that guy so bad was because for a long time now, I've been kind of developing this old way versus new way uh, terminology hmm. about things. And as I'm listening to him on tinfoil months ago, I told this on the podcast with Ian, but like I literally had to stop the fork truck at work. I got off. I started like scribbling down notes because I'm like, I got to talk to this fucking guy. I got to talk That's to him. That's awesome. Because like he's describing these characteristics of these two groups, like identically to how I'm putting this old and new category. And, and it's much more detailed with what he's doing. You know, mm. it has a lot more detail involved, but um, both have a lot in common. But well, they're different. You know, one is very old school, old. I don't know. I'm going to butcher it in the way that he does it. But like the Luciferian stuff is very new age, new world, okay. uh, new technology. And it's th that word new is absolutely paramount. Yeah. Because this goes back to the beginning of the 20th century. Nothing new you know, under the sun. Liberal psychologists <laughs> that were fucking invading education on all levels in the early 20th century and invading mm. psychology itself and science itself. All these fuckers were using this word new on purpose. And they were like, really? we like this word new. We like, you know, the new this of the of Roosevelt or the new this of, I, I'll, you know, it, this that was uh, Walter Lippmann of... Uh, yeah, he basically created modern media and it's such really? a rabbit hole. It's such a rabbit hole, but I can, I've done some killer episodes recently with some great people who have dove into this, like basically done forensic investigations of yeah. the 20th century, tracing back the roots of like progressivism. And of course, you know, you can only cover so much ground, right? So many angles, but right. it's like, as this, the roots of progressivism are shown to me. I'm seeing all like the, the roots of the counterculture as well intertwined. I'm seeing 
the roots of psychedelica. I'm seeing like all these things that are kind of coming out of the same place. And it's like, uh Oh, it's a lot of occult stuff. It's it's all of that. And it's Mm. just, yeah, it's a mind bending situation. You can also take it to a completely not mundane, crazy place. And uh, technically we're all Luciferians because we're taking part in the Lucifer experiment, which is duality of God. You know, we are all here in existence. I, it's my, my perspective varies. So it's hard for me to say away from God, but the, at least the illusion of being separate and that is the Lucifer experiment, not being one singular thing, God, Hmm. And, I think that's uh, beautiful. You know, so technically we're all Luciferians because yeah, we're here. Because when you yeah, that's perfect, man. Because if you Super look deep. at the story of Lucifer, got a lot of stuff you have to fucking look up, dude. <laughs> think about that, man. Like the fall of Lucifer and his rebellion against the throne and everything. It's such a when you look at it from that perspective, it, it does become such a beautiful metaphor for this, like this falling from grace, right? And it it really is a falling from grace, but it, that sounds so negative, but it's basically right. saying you went from up to down, you know, it's saying like grace is this unity, this oneness, this one with everything, but you wanted to, I don't know, I guess. Yeah. It's too hard. It's too hard to well, play. The language wanted to fucking play on your phone. <laughs> Be human, <Cool>. right? To, <laughs> to yeah. 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 Well, what it, uh, my question always was, what, why if god is so all-knowing and you know the okay he knows the future and all this kind of stuff whatever omniscient about everything what uh why is he okay so satan right lucifer gets cast out of heaven where where does he get cast to earth. The, earth. the earth he's the master of earth yeah, right yes. the lower so, vibrational beings and then serpent was cast to slither upon the earth that was well before god created adam and eve right so why did he create adam and eve on earth with this dude if it's so bad think about who created who told adam and eve that they that he created them i heard i heard this guy fucking babylon yeah 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 i heard this guy it was on like the confessionals or something but he was saying like uh you know lucifer like volunteered to be you know the dark one or whatever the one to be casted out to to so god could have this experience you know he was you know he was god's best angel he was his right hand man so he uh-huh. was like i'm there for you god that's wild that you say that just Bro, because i that blew I, my mind man i wrote I a paper like, in college using uh, saying that lucifer was a prototype of jesus <laughs> or it. oh shit but I, but I did get an a <laughs> hell yeah it was yeah it was an interesting idea but I just like as a philosophical experiment you yeah know, no that's very wild well. to think about though and those archetypes exist all over of course it's part oh, of the hero's right. journey you know yeah that uh i remember years ago i can't remember who told me about it one of my buddies told me about it um and it wasn't on any kind of this is before it was actually 
I think you can look it up on Netflix now, but it was before, well before that. But you can only find it on a website, the Zeitgeist movie. Yeah, man. And when I saw that, now listen, you got to understand, I grew up Catholic. Okay. Then I went in the military. Right. Now listen, I was hardcore Catholic. I, I believed everything. Mm-hmm. Now I had, I had some doubts because like 12 years old, I started getting very curious uh, because of my personality type. I don't like to just follow an order without knowing why. So yeah. my, my mom got so tired of me asking why, 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 you know, I'm like five, six, seven years old. Um, and that continued most of my, and so I, I'm still like that. So I was like, well, I'm not getting the answers from my parents. I'm not getting the answers from the priest or whatever, like all these teachings and I'm going, why? I had so many questions, bro. Like early on, I remember asking when I first, so I decided to start reading the Bible on my own at like 12 years old. Okay. I'm not bragging about that. I'm just, I really just had questions. I didn't know where to start. I started in the beginning. So I read Genesis, I don't know, the beginning of like the creation stuff over and over and over and over. And I'm going to tell you, it's about the 10th time. It was before I turned 13. I go, it was when you get to the part where the, all the genealogy, where they just start naming all this from the, this person, from this person, this from, and it hit me as a kid going, all these people came from Adam and Eve. Well, who did they have sex with? Like, and this thing, oh my God, I would like, I was horrified. I really was because adultery is, or not adultery, um, incest incest. is so, uh, forbidden. And then I'm going, wait. And I remember one of the first questions I asked my mom was that, like, Mm -hmm. how did, what, why? Well, I mean, if he's smart and he, why didn't he just create another pair? People. <laughs> at least man come on i don't I, I mean i was just like bro what what happened and so um it started me on a journey that never never stopped to be honest right it really never has <laughs> and so i'm very open-minded uh i wasn't you know but i'm very open-minded with uh different theories and stuff because i'm not of the belief that uh the bible I don't believe that the Bible is the inerrant word of God. Um, like a lot of Christian, you know, non-denominational Christians teach. Um, I think that's really naive to, to think that when we know how, look at the past 10 years, like you see what governments, you know, how they portray information and <laughs> force feed you information. And now a thousand years from now, people find all these different things and they're going to go, Oh, you know, the, all this stuff was, uh, this was real. This wasn't, you know, like, bro. Uh, well, it's interesting too. I, I dig into mythology and folklore okay. very, very deeply. And uh, I cross-reference it often with um, like people that study history on a deep level. And we, yeah, that that's who I'm drawn to often to, to find out what lines up with what. And, you know, more times than not, you find that first of all, the oldest anthropology records we really have are all kind of entrenched in that folklore as real events in mm-hmm. a way, you know, mm-hmm. uh, a simplification of events <clears throat> and an interesting way. There's a million ways to look at the Bible, right. which is crazy. Uh-huh. Um, 
the inherent word of God. I almost want to think that it absolutely is, but there's very, very many ways to just to, to feel as though it's not. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it, this isn't coming from a Christian perspective whatsoever. Right. Right now. Because I feel like Christians don't read the Bible correctly. No, no, we need that if at all. None of us know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because there's so many different angles to it. There's there is the if you follow the allegorical understanding of the Bible, it does add up to so much uh, truth in right. uh, internal experience and uh -huh. consciousness. Uh, yeah. And on another level, you know, we talk about those lineages. That's like, oh, it's incest. What's going on? And some people go, well, you know, that, you know, that's impossible that two people, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, no shit. But what they're really talking about is like bloodlines, you know, mm -hmm. all across the board. So they're all the people they're fucking that don't matter that can't carry on that bloodline. They're not mentioning in that book. Mm -hmm. And the more I look into history and to deep history and cross reference from different languages, which I'm obsessed with now is etymology and where words uh, come from and everything. Right. And which you got to be real careful and walk a fine line and mm -hmm. use a lot of discernment because you can easily fall into like, word pareidolia and puns what is that? where it's like you just assume that one word must be attached to another one because okay. of the phonetic you know mm -hmm. which isn't always the case okay you, you know they're they could be related in a very obscure saga. way yeah it's very box saga you know <laughs> and that's Dude, why you gotta you gotta hear about that bro oh god box yeah, saga is fucking uh -oh. insane i was gonna say look up look up his andy's other podcast roots of creation bro yeah. Oh god, I only have two episodes on that though. And what well, well that one look look up just search Andy Rouse box saga in a podcast thing and just listen to I, all these episodes. I would say we can send send him a link that's more equipped than you know. I mean, I, I appreciate that people have me on to spread the word sometimes, but at the same time, I think I always point them to like Jim Chesner's documentaries on YouTube mm. and shit, because holy crap. I, I blank out when it comes to a lot of the language examples because it really is hard to keep the shit in your head. Yeah. Yeah, but you, you know? give like a nice, really understand, like understandable, like summed up, like, yeah, it takes like two hours to give a, like a short version of it. Oh my God. Yeah. But, you know, you know, you do a good job of it. Well, thank you. I appreciate that, man. <laughs> you have to check that out. It's yeah, insane, it's dude. Crazy. It's, it's like, it takes it's, every alternative history theory that like, people allude to and like and they there's some anecdotal evidence but there's never really any proof mm -hmm. a lot of conspiracies and stuff it sure. kind of takes that and at first glance this will sound pretty arrogant and phony but it's fucking oh my god it takes all those ideas and fits them all including real history and straightforward history into this perfect story and what's crazy about it is it's backed up by this fucking root language that makes sense on so many levels, including a mathematical fractal level where oh yeah, I can't even go too far into it. But um, the craziest part that I've learned most recently from a person that knows very well and knows these people firsthand that there's over like twelve hundred to 2400 or something people living in south finland who still speak this root language and know why they still speak this root language and this is wow. basically the box saga is an oral story that is according to them passed down since the beginning of humanity holy and shit i will i 
there's so many different areas to give it credit, but then there's so many areas where you kind of have to either suspend disbelief and just hold it there and focus on what does fit because otherwise you kind of have to reference mainstream geology and archaeology and things like that. And of course you run into people are just going to laugh you away when you ask any of those kinds of questions, Mm -hmm. you know, like those fields are currently impenetrable in my opinion, when it comes to this very ancient pagan information. Yeah. The craziest part for it for me is like just the language part where phonetically, like if the way you announce, announce, pronounce, I don't know which one to use, which word, um, like if you pronounce. pronounce it, like if you say tomato instead of tomato, like <laughs> somebody can tell if you're lying. Like, ah, yeah. Telling know, the box saga, they don't you like uh, they basically claim that a, that English. So I'm sorry, Shay. I didn't mean to no, 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 no. I, I just you go, go. <laughs> I feel like a jerk. No, uh, they stupid. kind of claim that English is like a mishmash result of this root language in a way. Yeah. Um, and that English doesn't have pure sounds like the alphabet is kind of a reduction, which is interesting, right? Because we're talking about the old way that's been forgotten. Yeah. Old way is more do the work. Right. And that's what I was kind of putting the new way is get to the shortcuts, right? Yeah. Shortcuts. Well, they're saying that English is like this very abbreviated everything. It's just ruined our, our connection to like nature and meaning and stuff like that. It's crazy. Like, for instance, they say that the first letter of the English alphabet, A, that is not one letter. That is not one sound. That is ah and e and e, like all these, like these three root sounds put together. And so it's interesting when we have for years and years and years, so many conspiracy theorists talking about English being a coded language and Mm. giving a lot of interesting examples. And if it gets religious at all, it will point back to like Egypt, Babylon, Sumer, the typical beginning of occult information. Nobody talks about box saga. Nobody's familiar with this Alphurnus Betan, which is the alphabet. Um, huh. That yeah, it's nuts. It's and oh, I, that's, that's wild. No, I never heard of it. A total box saga episode or anything, but yeah, <laughs> that's a that's a rabbit hole. But, okay, uh, so for, for me, when was, a, when was your doing of the rabbit hole as well? Yeah, so as you as you started delving into just conspiracy theories in general, uh, it it did it lead to more and more and more over the years? First, like, um, yeah. Okay, so now time. did it convince you that some of these other ones that were you maybe you've heard of but really didn't think about? And then as you start getting into it, these other, you know, all of them, they start building up. You're like, oh, wait, if this is true, well, what about this one? And then you start delving into it now. Did it. So if you went, had a list of all the top, I guess, popular conspiracy theories, right? If we went down a list, mm-hmm. could you say, yeah, I believe this one. No, don't believe that one. Okay. So like aliens. I'll have to mostly say no because I have a lot more to say about no than I would with yes. (laughs) (laughs) But I would like to just say one quick thing. It's interesting. Like when you look at it from like a just getting into conspiracy theory, you look at the most wild shit as like, okay, well, that stuff's way out of town. But of course, there's a lot of like political stuff, economics, you know, you start from the ground up. 
But the thing is, is that crazy shit is just the third act of the movie. And it's as if you've just begun the movie and then we're uh. shown the climax. <laughs> one of the moments in the class, you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's that doesn't fit here. That's out to lunch. That's way too. That doesn't. Whoa. I, I don't know what's going on there. It's yeah. foreign. But as you go through and get, I would say, desensitized. You know, once you get desensitized and you stop trusting things, yeah. once once the the repetition is, yeah, you can't trust that either. And like it, and you have to jump over these hurdles and the hurdles are you're just being paranoid. Oh, you're getting more paranoid. Listen to your brother. Listen to your friend. Like you're becoming crazier. You know, those are the hurdles. Everyone's an agent. Because the thing is, yeah. there is a lot of truth to a lot. Of, like it's almost like. Most conspiracy theories that I would on the list say no to are only no because there's an element of it that they're distracting from. You know, mm. like Pizzagate. There's a lot of shit about Pizzagate that is false. You know, it connects one person to like a basement or a pizza place to a basement when it's actually a, a person associated with the pizza place that had the basement. Like it's very yeah, it's yeah. all off in the conspiracy builds this fake narrative mm -hmm. that a lot of good people that are just asking questions, questioning authority correctly. Yeah. You know, fucking run with because they start planting flags in anecdotal evidence of things Controlled just like too. mainstream people do with their mainstream media and politics hmm. that was longer than i expected it to be and then there's you know controlled opposition where you know the fancy uh alphabet letter organizations like to plant people in uh you know movements yeah. and any, everything and start riots and who's mm -hmm. yeah shaping communities uh, shaping operations where they kind of like guide a community towards certain uh yep. ideals not necessarily false ones all the time but you know leading people to believe be they're skewed. helping build something beautiful you know mm -hmm. and that sounds like lucifer don't it <laughs> like it just mythologically speaking like whether they're mimicking it or not like hey it sounds pretty spot on you know hey i can show you the world <laughs> <laughs> I'm all literally offer you the whole fucking world on a silver platter, right? Uh -huh. yeah. All right, so let's jump into some some crazy shit. So I yeah, let's this, jump into some crazy. Guy, shit. I I I've never heard anything bad about him. I like the guy. Um, me and him got along real good. We had a great conversation. Matt Landman, um, yeah, from yeah. Sparrow uh, uh gear. He makes uh like Fair Day, um, clothes. So it's uh, silver line clothes. So the EMF frequencies and shit can't harm your body. Right. Um, he can tell you all about it. But he was telling me a story about one of his military friends. Um, he was in for like a while. He was, you know, like 10 plus years. And uh, when he got out, he, uh, you know, he was pretty, pretty dull. He didn't do like I guess he he didn't he didn't have any like PTSD he was describing, um from any like combat or anything I don't think at least he didn't tell me about any of that yeah but um <clears throat> one day he said he got some like really good fucking like organic weed mm. and he smoked it and like he said like color flooded back into his eyes and like he was eating like they're having like a roast or something I can't remember what they're eating but like when he ate it like it he could taste it and like it fucking 
he said it like he could like it was like he could never taste before hmm. and like he he had this like a mental breakdown where he had to stay in a closet for like a week because he couldn't believe that he like was seeing in black and white and like couldn't taste anything and uh so apparently he was saying there was like some like fluoride like fluoride release shit on his teeth and like all the vaccines that they give him and shit were like dulled all of his senses to you know just make you a killer and uh i can totally i can totally see i can totally see that dude so i don't yeah. know what do, you th- what do you think about that man did you can you did, did you notice anything did they have to fucking pump you up with a bunch of shit back in the day did like did you never notice like yeah after like you did your the, the didn't you say you did peyote or ayahuasca or something uh-huh. is that did like did you notice that like flip a light on for you i mean obviously that would for most people anyway yeah it definitely like, flipped a light on uh the taste stuff actually i'm i mean after the military i would i didn't i haven't i didn't have my taste until probably like seven years ago holy six shit. years ago Bro, and this was, you think no i'm i'm, I'm not kidding man you can, i i could mix every, you, all my kids my wife people at work i i would literally mix a can of tuna you could dump a can of tuna with the juice in there cottage cheese yogurt vegetables Bro. i'd stir that shit up eat it uh spaghetti i don't care like just dump everything in it all <laughs> tasted the same to me that's another wow. youtube channel <laughs> <laughs> for real man like i mean i can still do it today it's it the only things that really uh are you know that i could really notice a difference were the things that were really strong so like a raw onion uh-huh. uh raw garlic uh you know horseradish Something that's really pungent smell and taste, you know, like it's yeah. going to hit you. Um, that for sure. Uh, I ate this uh, when I was in Korea. I ate uh, this raw squid. Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> and I like seafood. I like seafood. But this thing, it was a baby. You know, they're babies. They're just like, it's like uh, they serve them kind of like we eat sardines or whatever, you know, you see right. sardines. So they're just in this little pack, whatever. You just open it up. It smells like the ocean, you know, seawater, you know, yeah. and just real fishy smell. And they're little white, kind of clearish, little squids, little ball on the end, little, you know, tentacles just pop in your mouth. And that thing, <laughs> when you chew, when you bite on it, pops. Oh. And oh. it was the word, the, the, it was the strongest fish taste I've ever tasted. Oh. And it was so strong. Like it just permeated through your nose. And then when you take a breath after you bite it, it just, I mean, it just, it's oh, in you, bro. Man. Like, it is so strong, okay? <laughs> um, it oh, is. Uh, we also ate, uh, we ate snake in Korea and uh, drank snake's blood. So they have, um, they give you a shot of snake's blood. It's not a full shot. It's just this real tiny little, you know, uh, um, pottery kind of cup that they drink out of. And, you know, they're, like, over there, their tea like in Okinawa and in Korea, you know, they drink the, when you get a drink, like at a, when you sit down in a restaurant, there's no chairs, you sit on pillow, um, you know, cross-legged, there's a, you know, table right there that's that low. They bring a little tea thing. The teapot's like this tiny. It right. ain't American sized, okay? It ain't super sized. <laughs> and, and little cups are like that, you know, they're like, and it's just like that. So the the shot glass of uh, snake's blood, so we drank snake's blood. It's like, you know, they believe in consuming the, the uh, spirit of the animal kind of thing. So it was really cool. 
but uh, there's only been a few things and that I've eaten that, you know, since I got in the military that really I could taste everything else. It, honestly, it doesn't care. Like, I don't care. Me, my buddies are always like, man, you ever go to this place over here? I'm like, no, nah, I mean, is it good? I don't know. And he's like, here, taste this. And so we go to lunch and he's like, he, we get this really good, like, you know, meat and this and that, whatever. And he's like, taste this one. I'm like, okay. And then he's like, taste this one. I'm like, they're the fucking same, bro. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, but now my mind was opened with uh, peyote and then acid, yeah. um, opium. We had opium over there in, uh, in Okinawa, <laughs> yeah. but my mind really opened up. Peyote was, uh, I did have an experience with it, but it, bro, I was so nauseous the yeah. whole time. It's very strong, yeah. but, um, acid was probably my favorite drug <laughs> hands down. Cheap. So easy to love. It's so it's so easy. Like you don't have to consume anything that's gross. You don't yeah. have to choke it down. You don't have to drink gallons of alcohol. You know, like you don't have to. You this little white blotter, bro. Magic, dude. <laughs> Tap. Don't even okay, we we get three hits. Liquid. Right, fifteen. There were five bucks a piece. All right, we get a Mission Beach in California. Head to Tijuana and spend the night in Tijuana, just fucking blown out yeah. of my eyes, bro. And it's it's awesome. Very little hangover if you don't drink too much on it. Um, I mean, I, bro, you can drink on it too. Yeah, and you can drink on it. But um, yeah, dude, that's, that's where I really opened the. It really started opening my mind a lot. Yeah, uh, was that. That's so you so you did notice like when you like you can remember being a kid and like shit like you could taste the flavor. Oh, for sure. My mom's Italian, bro. Like, yeah, hundred percent. Wow, she made dude. homemade Italian noodles and homemade. Her spaghetti sauce would take eight hours all day. She taught my oh, sisters absolutely. how to do it. Yeah, I had a friend awesome. whose mom was the same way. She'd be oh. just have something was cooking all day long. All the time. If I was there, if I was in the vicinity, I was getting roped in, which was like, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Was oh, yeah. Fun. Funny that you yeah. mentioned uh, the uh, snake's blood, too. Uh, my friend was a Marine, and he was stationed in Okinawa. Mm. And uh, he had some stories. He definitely ate those squids. He definitely sent us home pictures of the little tuna can things <laughs> where they came in. Uh, yeah. But he also came home to visit us one Christmas and brought us home as a gift. This big ass. It looked like a 40 ounce, you know, like a 40. And, <laughs> but it was sake and it was oh, habu sake Bro. from the island of habu did it have the snake in it yeah a little poisonous Whoa. habu snake at the bottom just yeah. and we all would take shots of it we took shots of that for like 20 years i think i think my buddy still has the rest of it Oh my Whoa. god, that is or awesome. no i think i think it's progressed i think the story has gotten way weirder since then i think Maybe the bottle broke on accident, poured all over everything oh, like shit. Near, near the end of the bottle, at least. Yeah, probably yeah. not much left after all those years. Right. <laughs> I want to say he probably tried to eat the steak. Because <laughs> he's a total crazy person. That Shout uh, you, I for, when I first mentioned that on one of my podcasts with somebody, we were it was a another military veteran on here, and uh, and I said that about Habisaki. They, you know, they were. A lot, a lot younger they hadn't gone to okinawa they went to the desert you know yeah and um i said bro habusaki and they were like what and so i pulled up a picture of it and you know just big jars just like what you're talking about with the fucking snake in there bro and he was like what? i was like yeah you know how tequila has the worm 
bro. Yeah, or the scorpion. <laughs> right. Oh, These guys, the too. they know how to do some shit. Oh, you got a worm? I don't oh, get it. That's so cute. You got that little worm in there. Look <laughs> at this snake. Fucking snake, bro. <laughs> We have a sand. What is like? What is like? Why? What is the catch? Like, why is that? That's just their it's, gimmick. Like, yeah, we put a fucking no. It's spiritual. There, like, Spirit, like you were yeah. saying, man, this is a spiritual. Abu is yeah, very, very highly poisonous, and they're aggressive. They're uh-huh. one of the few snakes that will actually chase you. Not Holy like you know, shit. like oh, you're running and it'll chase you. Like it will go out of its way to come at you. Oh, so it, yeah, if you piss it off. So like most snakes, ninety nine point nine percent on yeah. the planet. Uh, you snap, you know, rattlesnakes, you know, all the poisonous snakes, most of them go away from you. Okay. Yeah. They, they'll give you a warning or they'll go away from you unless you step right on them or on their babies or something like that. Sea snakes are highly poisonous. Me and my buddies were standing in Okinawa in the coral, you know, ankle deep, uh, black and white ringed uh, sea snakes swam mm-hmm. right between our legs, Ooh. goes out there, highly poisonous. But they're very, you know, they're not, they're very docile. They're not aggressive. Habus, and there's a couple others on the planet that you've probably seen on, uh, what was that uh, Steve Irwin show, right? Uh, yeah, that will chase you. On, I was watching. <laughs> Crocodile Hunter. <laughs> Crocodile Hunter, man. Yeah. So, yeah, Habus are, but they're, they're a big part of Okinawa. And so they make mm-hmm. the Habu Saki. It's like, a, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. It's that warrior thing that drinking yeah. the, the blood of the serpent. And of course, where my mind goes is to the history. And it's like, oh, this serpent. Oh, isn't that interesting? It's the draconian bloodline, uh-huh. it's the dragon bloodline. You know, it's fucking crazy, man. And I, I don't think even their great great grandparents know that. You know what I mean? It's right. so, this bloodline shit is so far removed from like, understood history and even like oral stories at this point the oral stories have become folklore and mythology because we use these words in a different way these days well let me ask you this um andy if you know do you think that there's all the things you're talking about and and what you've learned and stuff you know things that used to be really important and taught Mm -hmm. to families and stuff like what you just said like bloodlines yeah um language uh do, do you think that they're is power in those in bloodlines and in like the root language like do they have a certain power maybe that's why english language is so watered down i think um you know the like the box saga would be very much in line with a number of other hypothetical theories about ancient times you know even a lot of stuff that uh people like graham hancock and a lot of his uh copycats and people that you know are very similar explorers and stuff like that they often show us how the older the monuments like the more sophisticated they are and like underneath the rubble of some monument that we're already considering very ancient and very holy lies even more rock even more sophistication larger like deeper underground and it's like these places are used over and over again but the progression is going in a downward way yeah um so i think there is a lot of what was the question about power sorry i love yeah the uh like you know words like um you know how like i guess you know they call them curses or whatever but you know like you see these old things where they say spells or they you know 
I know we've modernized it like, oh, look at Harry Potter. You read this little spell and twist this little stick and it right. does this thing. But um, Hollywood if shows there is magic. real you know, power in words, and I think there is. Yes. I mean, most books talk about it. From in many ancient... different ways, too. You know, mm -hmm. there's manipulation. Mm -hmm. There's sleight of well, hand. Well, that's true. That's there's true. Distraction, there's yeah, power is a, a really broad word, right? Absolutely. And yeah. but, but, uh, for good, like in like, uh, if if we're talking like in a magical sense, I'm not the one to ask. But at the same time, I do believe that where these magical practices come from, uh, I think they come from a more logical place, actually. Um, I think in the alternative community, we're kind of pushed towards thinking that regardless of the details, we all kind of glom into this thing where the past was also more magical. Maybe it was more technological. Maybe it was more like literally like Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter, like magical. Like there's a lot of different categories, but that's kind of the overall feeling. But I think even before that period uh, or, or maybe that period is being looked at in the wrong way. Mm. I think it actually comes from a much more logical understanding. Like when you look at the, the decoding of biblical stories with astrology, like astro theology and mm -hmm. stuff, and you start to decode what the, the, the stories all meant. They're all like allegories to kind of be an instruction manual, a very logical, like do this when the stars are here, like mm. time to put the reins on the bull and plow the field at this time. Like all these yeah. very, down to earth logical means. that doesn't negate as above so below right as within so without these concepts do probably have uh i can't really explain them very well but like a parallel in a more spiritual place in gotcha. our lives you know what i mean mm -hmm. but i think uh when we're talking once again when we're talking about mythology religion and folklore i think we um if we put it all into uh allegorical uh like that that pen then mm -hmm. i think that's wrong too it's just yeah. way we take it materially is crazy because you know like you got the atheists which i was one time okay i was all about how obviously stupid this magical guy in the clouds is and yeah, you know same. george george carlin right he was yeah. he was a big voice that spoke to that right. criticism you know um at least in modern times they've always been there yeah that's but true because of that it's like a lot of people throw the baby out with the bathwater and they go oh so religion and and for such good reason religion's the cause of so much shit and yes. then the vatican as evil as they are uh -huh. you look at vatica the serpent goddess of you know some exactly tradition you know there's so much there that's just I've gone yeah, on that same that, uh, free thinker atheist movement leaves out entirely and doesn't even yeah. talk about like Joe Rogan and his whole gang of clowns, you know, you can flip it to the other side too, with like Christianity. Cause even when I was a Christian, I had this perspective of like, Oh, you know, like miracles, that's only something in, in the Bible that happened, you know, miracles like don't happen. Yeah. Miracles don't happen nowadays, you know, but like mm. miracles happen to me all the time. You know, just like, like even like meeting you, you know, like what, like you know, like yeah, how shit just man. always lines up. Synchronicity, dude. Yeah. Shit always just like fucking works out somehow, and like just the way. Yeah, we don't we don't like, call it that, and right? You, anymore. You can even go into like ghosts and shit if we're you know going. <laughs> Hell yeah, why not? You know, if you want to have proof of 
uh, lack of a better word, other. You know what right. I mean? Like not yeah. just like where you're just a human when you die. There's nothing like you know atheist. Right. I don't. I, I'm stuck on that one. I'm really stuck on that one because I, I, uh, I feel like. I don't know. I don't know why. I'm liking this because I don't often so, hear that. <laughs> I'm stuck on the song. ghost thing because, or you know, I, 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 I can't figure out if I believe in ghosts or not. To be honest, Me because either, I don't dude. think that there's a spiritual realm where now I, I don't. I believe there's a spiritual realm or could be, but I don't believe that there's one that where this thing inside of me, whatever this aura is, the spirit thing, whatever is as, as I am, I think it's energy, but I don't think it's conscious. Like me coming out as a ghost and going, Hey, what's up, dude? Oh yeah. yeah, I don't have my body anymore, but I could still see you and I'm going to watch over you. That's fucking creepy. But I'm just like I don't know. <laughs> See, I've also I, I, had I'm stuck on experience it. I don't. Know, I don't. With, I don't have uh, enough information. Okay. I've also had experience with with mediumships, and that that was fucking crazy and weird and intense. And like, I've I've took a mediumship class because I I had a medium reading, yeah. and like it was just so fucking accurate and like just like like even saying people's names like would have absolutely not been able to guess. A correct name there's just no fucking way that's on the right. first guess See, that's why you know? i'm stuck and i fucking took like these this, kids that i took this medium class language. and i was completely accurate i like all mm. i did was i basically felt like i was bullshitting myself i was just saying literally whatever words came to my mind i just you, yeah. she, she brought me through like this like meditation state and you kind of clear your mind and then you just start fucking talking uh-huh. and like she was like yep uh, yep 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 so i don't well that's the thing I've i don't had think spiritual she was bullshitting me but like yeah dude exactly but is fuck? that just is it is it a feeling? Okay, like well, is it just a feeling? A feeling? feeling come from? Can I quote ah. Dumbledore? <laughs> I do it a lot, but it always seems to be relevant when this conversation happens. Yeah, when uh, they're in. The, have you guys seen Harry Potter? Yes. Yeah. Okay. You remember at the very end when when uh, Harry dies, kind of, and he, yeah, yeah. he goes to that place where Dumbledore's there talking to him and then like the shriveled ego of of uh Voldemort is under the bench you know it's this beautiful white place and Harry asks Dumbledore is this real or is this all just in my head and he was like of course this is just all in your head but whatever gave you the the idea that that was that it wasn't real and it was like, yeah. oh man, when I heard that, when so I watched true, that, though. when I read that in the book for the first time, I was like blown the <laughs> hell away because it echoed like when I saw Pan's Labyrinth as well. Uh-huh. That constant struggle of is this real? Is this not real? Which way does this little girl have to get what you know, does she trust the fawn? Does she not? And then in the end, it's like, oh, she does inherit the kingdom. And it but it was Bro, all- that that movie blew my fucking mind. You know, right like she does die. She fucking dies and her family loses her. <laughs> like the little girl dies, but she does inherit the it's so twisty and cool. And I think that's where the paradox is, you know. And that's yeah, that's the, the thing. We're so used to thinking oh in God. finite terms, like like you said earlier, like the atheist thing. I went through the same, the same roller coaster of beliefs because you know, growing up very hardcore Catholic, like I, I believed all this shit, and then I, you know, I mean it's not shit. I, I I'm just and the thing is, most of these things are not taught i don't think that most people teach their kids this stuff intentionally knowing that they're 
that it's a lie or if it, you know, whatever, like it's, you know, right. we don't know. But so I didn't, I wasn't never like, I never felt like, oh, I'm mad at my parents. I'm mad at God. I'm mad at this, whatever. I was just on this journey and, uh, I, I, you know, I'm an explorer. Right. And mm. so I, I, I went through this stage after the military. Okay. I'm like, nah, this ain't, there ain't no afterlife. Okay. Atheist all the way. Right. Well, the thing was here, here's, here's what I'm getting at. I was so stuck on, it's either this or that there's mm-hmm. no in between that. Yeah. I said, Oh, if then statement, if mm-hmm. I don't believe in an afterlife, then all that shit that I just learned growing up and in the Bible and nothing, all that shit's just bullshit. Okay. It can only be this and it's only science and what we know right now. And there's no afterlife and that's it. And then it started changing over years and years. And I'm, and especially when I'm teaching my kids, I'm like, Oh, sounds weird, bro. If I'm telling them like, there's no afterlife, like, I don't know. It's just, right. I, know yeah, we, right. I know we hope How do you tell your kid that like, Hey, you're going to be fucking I, dead. And, like, not when they were little, I was still, <laughs> they were little, you know, but so they had yeah. some good foundational beliefs. I don't, I mean, good. I think they are. Yeah. yeah. I, think yeah. They, I really, they really are good morals. Right. Absolutely. Well, then I went to a spot, you know, years ago, like just a few years ago where I was like, you know what, what if, what if none of that shit really matters? Mm -hmm. Like, what if it doesn't matter for me, if whether I believe it or I don't, if I follow these principles that were set out, let's say, let's say I say, you know what, the the Bible's bullshit. Okay. Uh, It was written. It's not the word of God. It's whatever. But it's got some damn good principles in there that I could follow and actually be happy in life because I follow these things. So I started opening my mind instead of getting, you know, this category a, if you, if you don't believe this, then you have to believe this. Right. I'm like, no, no, no. So now I'm at this spot where I'm, I'm kind of in limbo, man. Honestly, just in the last like year. Yeah. Yeah. That's the best place to be. I'm, I'm coming back to, believing in god or believing in a in a in a good force i don't know like i'm i'm really stuck something and i don't feel frustrated i feel really open about it i feel good about it but like i'm at peace that's great but it's uh i'm really like okay look bro there's got to be there's got to be something there's something. so many things we there's don't at know at least something yeah and it can't just be yeah. nothing well, there's no such thing as nothing. It's just a word. Yeah, there's no such thing. What's that? Did you have you guys ever seen a movie called I Heart Huckabees? No. I think I've told think you, you told Shane, me about you have it. to watch it. We're gonna yeah, do like to a watch commentary it. on it at some point. <laughs> it's a sleeper. It's a sleeper because it just came okay. out and it's a it was a quirky weird movie that no one really saw, but it was super existential. And nice. there's this one moment where this character is just falling apart because of his life, and this is not working out, and nothing's okay, nothing's okay, and these two people keep going well if nothing's okay then it's okay if nothing's okay then it's okay and it's just this whole mantra thing and it's very eastern it's very buddhist in that sense yeah. where when you think of, there is no such thing as nothing uh-huh right? and that's an inescapable thing like even zero right, right? The, the debate endless debate in math whether zero is nothing or the source of all integers <laughs> right. it comes down to belief yeah, right where, where you got all your beliefs from it just falls apart again uh, yeah no again, shit you know? <laughs> um i do have something to say to like anybody who's on the edge of like christianity like you 
you're really questioning it, but you're scared that you're going to be punished or go to hell mm-hmm. if you don't, if you aren't, a, a, don't call yourself a Christian. Yeah. Um, we feel for you. I had it, like, I had, like, I, I had it, I had it, I had it. Goddamn, I'm getting tired. <laughs> Preach. Um, <laughs> like, if, if God is truly like all loving, like, and you like, still know in your heart like they're like we're saying like there's something there's some sort of higher power for lack of a better word yeah you know and if it is all love then if you're wrong then it'll forget like i don't believe in an eternal hell like there's no fucking way like i i don't know like i've never experienced eternal hell here which i mean that's not that's hard to make the the bridge there the comparison uh but well, it's one of nothing things, right? nothing is is eternal like besides existence like I, 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 there's nothing constant but change right. so like I, this is like right don't be scared fucking question and you can always like go back you can always repent you know right so I'm not trying to pull anybody away from Christianity or, but you know, if you are the person that's scared to leave, but it does have all these questions and wants to, you know, that's where I was. I was stuck for a while. I was like, I was so confused. I was like angry at myself. Mm. And, you know, I've, you know, finally came to this conclusion, you know, if, you know, it was really a fear thing. Once you get over the fear, it's, you, you know, it's all good. But you know it. God, God's gonna love you no matter what. So you good. That's perfect. Absolutely, man. Well, listen. So when I um, talking. when <laughs> when I started learning that too, I was like, man, okay. All these religions are a lot of them. They're just, especially Christianity, teaching out, especially Catholics. Okay, teaching out of fear, yeah, right? Man. Like, bro, they're trying to make you do shit because you're gonna get struck down or you're gonna, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, this is all bullshit. And then we had kids. And I go, ah, now I know why they teach that way. Because these little fuckers won't listen, okay? We're going to scare them into listening. <laughs> That's a big part of it. I think these people, these priests, these writers. These teach me how to do that. My three-year-old doesn't care. I'm teaching this hell. They were also, they. these are the people that are the ones that don't face their shadows and face their own inner. They're the ones that want to fucking take the shortcuts. Uh-huh. They've been disguised yeah. as the old guard the whole time, and they're not. They're the new guard, you know. Yeah, they're, they they're like that power. Man. It's crazy, yeah. And but the thing is, yeah, I think there's such beauty in it too. There is like this, you know, a spiral of coming back around to it, you know, uh, but just in a new way, right? You like because I didn't really grow up Christian, but my parents were very loosely kind of christian you know that's where their roots were that's you know i mean and from the boomer generation that's i mean very typical anyway Uh Uh, and you know you ask them too many questions and they fucking blue screen (laughs) 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 unless they took good right (laughs) exactly um Shit, even my reset, dad fucking blue screens. He took a shitload of acid he didn't get nothing from it that's a shame he did not pick up the phone at all like music felt groovier. He's it's one like, of the people that didn't even hear the motherfucker ringing. Right. right. <laughs> it takes certain times. It takes certain, 
you know, be a person. Yeah. My dad's wise. Like I, I'm like mature for like way above my age. I think like I'm 26 years old. Like I fucking have my own house. I fuck take care of my family. Like I fucking hold down the job. Like, yeah. you know, I'm helping run the business. Like, I don't know. There's not too many fucking 26 year olds out there. I'm not trying to talk myself up or anything. No, no, but you are. You should. Like that. Yeah, that's you true. should. Well, right. you... 26. That Dude. this is all happening for people in their 30s now, where like they get their uh-huh. shit together. Me and but like my dad. My dad's just so confusing. Like he, <laughs> he's so fucking wise and like just knows like anything you need done. Like he can fucking help you do it. And if he can't, he'll fucking know somebody that can. But like he has like great morals. And like, just anytime you deviate from what he thinks, man, it's just like he 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 can't listen. He can't listen. You know how to listen. <laughs> His way or the highway. His way or the fucking highway. And mm. like, he's just like he's like almost there with so many of this is like his spiritual views yeah. and everything. But it's just got the like the fear skewed in it. Mm. It's just fucking like he Control. would be. Oh my god, dude control oh. and that's I saw, stop being scared of shit people can you imagine i, I mean my movie. god you have kids shane the, the, <laughs> the, the fatherhood thing i have kids yeah. we all have kids here just that terror of having of knowing that you are their safety yeah yeah is terrifying all the fucking time yeah <laughs> i don't yep. think that ever goes away really you know and think about what that does <laughs> you're yeah, just the commander uh... in a foxhole all the time God, yeah it's like it, it has gotten easier for me as a as a as a dad like my wife well it's gotten easier for her too all of our kids are grown you so my youngest, yeah my youngest one's uh 21 yeah and we're grand you know grandparents now so um when it was probably you know for me it was probably a few months after you know if they would move let's say my daughter moved out uh it was probably about six months maybe three months or so that i was like where i was able to let go of you know when i'm going to bed at night like check you know the habit of checking on her kind of where is she what's what time is she coming home oh wait oh no no, okay you know and not worrying about that and um wow i'm like okay (laughs) and my wife my wife was like Oh, I'm just, I just want to text her every night, you know, like make sure she's home. Okay. After work or whatever it was. And I'm like, honey, you, I'm gonna let you do that for a little bit, but you're gonna have to start weaning yourself off. Cause that, you know, we're not gonna, you you gotta let them grow up. Yeah. I'll let them be, you know, like, it's, and it's not, I mean, it's good for us as parents too to start letting go. Mm-hmm. Right. And doing that. So you can still be, uh, you know, care about your child and not you know as adult you know when they're adults and right. not be uh hovering you know <laughs> yeah and i think that's the whole point of of successfully raising your kids right because right. Some, i'm sure some parents at your age with your kids age are still terrified of what they're doing out yeah. there you know what yeah. i mean probably well, by get their on own that, parenting fault what's that i360 or some shit like that where they follow each other and see where they're at all the time and shit oh, I don't know. oh man dude. or can, what's like, it called see your iphone location dude yeah they can see your location see exactly and get... where you are bro they they get notifications when their battery on their phone is low so my my daughter lives in utah one of my daughters lives in utah uh my wife and everyone in my family except for me and two of my sons 
are on iPhones. Me and mm-hmm. my other sons are on, uh, you know, we have galaxies, whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> so they all have this tracking app thing. I forget what it's called. Oh, and it's touted as it's for sa- for safety because if you get in a car accident, we will get notified. I'm like, that's dumb. And they're like, well, what happens if you get in a car accident? I said, you're going to find out the old fashioned way. The fucking cop's going to knock on the door and say, hey, your dad's dead. Okay. Like, bro. <laughs> and they're like, don't talk like that. I'm like, I'm just saying, okay. Like, like what is the fucking notification going to do? Why? Oh my God. Dad Look, got in a car accident. What the fuck are you going to do? What are you going to do? Yeah. So now you're going to stress out extra worry, for four yeah. hours before you can get to the hospital and see what's going on. Like, just don't know. Okay. Ignorance is bliss sometimes. But anyway, yeah, they get my wife gets a notification when that somebody my daughter else's in Utah, phone? her phone battery is fucking at eight <laughs> percent, and it says, crazy. and it pops up and says, "Tell Cassidy to charge her phone." That's fucking weird. Man. And I go, they're like talking, trying to talk me well. into getting on that fucking app, it's and I go, "Fuck y'all!" Uh, that's how they're gonna the next pandemic that comes out that's fake as shit. They're gonna be like. Uh, they're gonna put that app in their Apple phones, and say, or that notification saying they didn't get a vaccine because they didn't enter in this thing. Tell your daughter to get the vaccine, like bro. And they all laughed at me, and I said, "You watch, you fucking watch." They're telling you to charge your fucking battery. They just saw how successful it was to get everybody to tattle on their neighbors, kind of in a way, in a yeah, lot of places mode. too. I mean, yeah. what what's going on in fucking? Uh, well, it's a, it's a separate issue, but it's the same goddamn yeah. agenda. The, the the gender stuff, which was like some kid in Canada. Oh like, yeah, if you misgender course, someone, you can go to fucking Unfortunately, it's always from a very no Christian way. perspective. Yeah, so you bro. Can't, you can't even like turn your like atheistic friends onto this shit because it's always cl- you know clouded with a god they don't believe in. Unfortunately, and neither do I in the same sense. But right. like, you know what I mean? Like, it's so annoying. Like, I find so many clips like that. That's like, oh yes, this is so much truth. Fuck yeah! And they're like, and because of Lord Jesus Christ in my heart, I'm like, God damn it! Now I just, I can't, there's like 30 friends I can't even try to show this to. Yeah. You know, what I mean? but like, uh, sorry for that. It's <laughs> true. It's Back true. to the point. Uh, and it's gone. <laughs> Fuck! What was I gonna say? They're gonna well, fucking be putting. Oh, us- the kid. Yeah, the can- Canadian yeah. kid. Like said something like, you know, God made male and female, and he got arrested, and now his parents. Have have been like fired from their jobs as well and it's like yeah it's a gender thing it's not the the vaccines and the pandemic right right but it's but still same that same divide and conquer it's the same hate shit, your en- your neighbor bro. hate every human next yeah. to you that doesn't have this you know it's yeah. that fascist regime shit so it's it is. crazy to see that stuff and how well, easily it could happen again maybe not as easily but they're, I see gonna these come clips at, of... they're gonna come at us harder next time too yeah well the um you know with the news and all that stuff and i don't watch it but you know if you're scrolling through you see somebody post something and uh the most i guess infamous or famous one was like uh, a couple years ago when you know they started people started posting like the little the single shot of msnbc and they say this one sentence right and they show them and cbs and they say the exact same thing mm-hmm. then all these uh, you know and it keeps expanding out to all the different news networks around the world. And uh, it just reminds me of that same thing, bro, what you're talking about. Like how – what's the um, uh, V for Vendetta, right? Yeah, when the chancellor says, show them that they need us. 
Right. And mm-hmm. then it's just news, news, you know, bomb, bombings everywhere and terrorists and you should be afraid of everybody and look at your mm-hmm. neighbor. He's, he's going to kill you, right? If he's Curfew. wearing this kind of thing or looks like this and bro. Curfews. Yeah, dude. shit. That's wow. where we're at. I have to go back and watch that movie. It's been a lot of dude, long such time. A good movie. Yeah, it is so probably good. so much more relevant. So those good. those brothers weird, were they're Hollywood movies, genius yeah. with that shit. Who were they? Who who did that? The Wachowski brothers. Oh, the Wachowski sisters. <laughs> yeah, the one sister. Did they was, both turn? They're both, bro. Is that a double no! ritual or yeah. something? Like what? Like I'm not trying to say that there's not independent people out there making these decisions for themselves, but yeah, yeah. Like two major Hollywood directors that directed the fucking Matrix, Matrix. are now not only like on board with the <laughs> massive agenda. <laughs> Of the what the fucking Mister Transhumanism, but also Bro. like have become like it seems like a massive humiliation ritual of some kind. I don't know. They've become Agent Smith. Yes. Yeah. Well, speaking of the word "they," this uh, clip I saw yesterday said um, the reason it was from a Christian lady. The reason that everyone wants to this whole movement wants to take over the word they is it comes from Satan because the only one that can be they is God. God, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are they. Mm. And that word they is now being taken over. That's why they want their pronouns to be they. And I was like, dude, before I blew it off, I I really didn't blow it. I was like, that's kind of deep. Okay. Whoa. I also saw that the pride flag yeah. is the, you know, doing about the chakra system. Yeah. How it has... I don't know about it. I've heard the word. Okay. So you have these energy centers in your body. But anyway, they go up, they start from red and they go up to purple through the color wheel. Okay. And the pride flag is that uh, flipped upside down. Oh, wow. I was going to say they, I hate to say this to because to, that is a powerful quote that that was but at the same time they reminds me of we are legion yo Mm. ghost rider (laughs) (laughs) fucking comic book man that's that's biblical shit right there Uh i'm not trying to say oogie boogie monsters like you know horned beasts from another dimension because i think a lot of that's psyop as fuck Mm. but You know, they're talking about the monsters in your head and they're trying to fucking tell you that yeah. they're, you know, but anyway, anyway. Yeah. That's, well, that's what are, what are some good uh, horror movies that are, or scary movies that are kind of biblically based, you know, like the, the possession ones or whatever, like, are there any good ones that actually, you know, yeah, besides like the original exorcist, man, that was a good one. I, I mean, what, just when it comes to like, well, total entertainment great horror movies yeah. the last exorcism i thought was really good it was mostly found footage but it was mm-hmm. not shaky cam or anything it okay. was just yeah it was pretty documentary good. style of this uh-huh. uh, this priest turned atheist who was trying to disprove all of his uh former beliefs mm-hmm. and he went to like exercise this young woman and that one's good but i would say even more Dude, than that, that for me would really be good which one the one you're just one? talking about, dude. Yeah, that one was the that last. I've seen it. It's that's terrifying. Why Eli, Eli Roth did that one. Uh, he doesn't believe it at all. He does not believe it at all. He literally rigs the room to make it seem like 
like there's a demon possession. Like he's got a speaker right. in there, like playing yeah. sounds. He's got fishing wire, moving shit. And this is an ex-priest, and, an ex-exorcist. He yeah. was doing this and to show the world that these people were unfortunately going to be under placebo and they were totally going to react to all of his tricks. Mm-hmm. But at the end, holy fuck. Oh but, I won't God, spoil anything. but another one, if you haven't seen this one scared the shit out of me was the taking of Deborah Logan. That I, one, heard, I don't even I think I heard, heard of that. I haven't heard of that, that one. one. And again, it's another little bit shaky, you know, found, but it's footage. more like possession. Dude, the found footage I think people don't scary. like found footage a lot of times, but honestly found footage is one of the most brilliant fucking Dude, Blair, Witch was one what of is the first horror movies I ever found saw. Footage like Blair, Witch style. And of Bro. course it's been refined and it's been subcategorized into different ways. And the first time I watched that movie, I didn't know anything about it. I watched it when it first came out. Yeah, I watched like, it at home. You thought half of it was real or something. Yeah. Didn't I didn't know anything about it. I never heard anyone talk about it. I just was like, oh, let me check this out. No yeah. shit. I put that shit in. I think it was on V. Was it on VHS? No, DVD, I guess. It might have been. And uh, yeah. I put that in. I started watching it. And I was sucked in, bro. <laughs> I mean, like halfway through the movie, I'm like, holy shit. So when it got to the end, and I'm, I won't say it just in case there is somebody out there that ah, you know hasn't it. seen it, but the end where where down in the basement that dude's face in the wall was like, it. I mean, I was like, oh, oh my god, <laughs> what? Everything fell apart. Yeah, dude, it's it just ends with screaming. Yeah, that was, that was so one of the most brilliant movies I've ever seen. I think. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people have because at first there was people that hated it. When it yeah. first came out, it was like, okay. oh, Blair Witch, it's not even scary. It's like, you missed the fucking bus on that entirely. Real, bro. Yeah. You know, I mean, sure, maybe, maybe it's totally fair to say that some people won't be scared by that style, but it's a brilliant fucking Damn. film with all the devices oh. in place. Which is yeah, where excellent. it just the, led up to that. mythology before the movie, which mm-hmm. I didn't know about until after the movie, but... Mm all this online hype where people like us, how we are now yeah. probably would have been following it and thinking it was real. God knows. There's probably people like fucking sigh up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got a sigh up one. Uh, this is the end. Oh, shit. <laughs> have you seen end? that I one? I have seen that in a long time. Yeah. Oh, Seth and Frank. It's, oh, like yeah. a, it's like a comedy at the end of the world. The dark like, comedy. Yeah. Cool, yeah. I uh-huh. wasn't in the conspiracy community or, or listening to any podcasts uh, at when that movie came out so i totally didn't get any of it you know i just thought it was a dark comedy you know yeah 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 but fuck yeah yeah I, we, we gotta go we gotta go back and watch that dude. that might be one that. for uh conspiracy theater bro. or horror movies I don't, are you looking for just like scary religious type movies or like shit that alludes to real well, life stuff i guess like, more like uh does it well I, I mean i like watching all that stuff my, well the possession stuff my wife she she can't watch <laughs> Ah. it freaks her the fuck out um which is you know this is really funny to me because she is less of a believer than me right mm-hmm. like she doesn't she's like the generic christian right like yeah i believe in god like yeah sure i grew up you nothing know else, going to nothing evil I, I went to i went to <laughs> you know she went to catholic church you know like uh you know most most of her life you know growing up and stuff but she's never had like a spiritual experience. So she's not real into it. You know, it's just real bland kind of, you know, Christian belief. And um, so she never read the Bible. She doesn't understand any of the Bible verses, you know, like the, she's not that deep into it. 
just yeah. real on the surface, which the thing that's intriguing to me about that is that because of how she believes like that, I would think that the scary stuff wouldn't bother her because she doesn't really believe, you know, mm -hmm. all that deep stuff, mm -hmm. but the possession stuff freaks her the fuck out. <laughs> and so I'm like, okay, maybe there's something going on. I don't know. Like inside the internal battle or something. I don't know. Dude, it's crazy. The subconscious mind, man, like, uh -huh. and how much, how much this is going to be kind of deep, but not long. Like just how much shit you can, you bury and you build this, you just put a fucking mask over mask over mask, yeah. you know? And you, you know, eventually these little like like that, that's a little thing that comes out like that's something that she might need to acknowledge at some point in her life. Not saying that she does or it's even really a big thing, but just to, like anything like that, like little ticks and stuff that you mm -hmm. have. It's just yeah. like, oh, my God, why do you chew your lip? Why do you do that? Yeah. You know, yeah. why do you bite your fingernails? Like yeah. all those things. My five-year-old recently stopped biting his fingernails. All day. he was doing it for a while, just from yeah. you know letting go of the binky at one point. Right, it was uh -huh. just a leftover habit. And one day he just said, "My brain told me to stop doing it." I'm like, "Okay, that's cool." <laughs> yeah, interesting. That that's like, it's so weird. Like it was said with language, dude. It's so <laughs> right? crazy with little kids because it's like. They interpret words like way differently than I do, you know. So it's like, what do you, what do you say? Like I hear the words you're saying, but what do you mean, dude? Right, dude. I think it's funny. I've dated it. Well, back in the day, I've dated a number of Catholic girls, and that was always the case. <laughs> always that many horror movies. I remember watching like uh the devil's rejects and like yeah. a bunch of other wild violent shit with these girls but when it came to any possession movies yeah, it was weird. absolutely off the table yeah. even if they were very agnostic or or right you know it just away from it but it's like it's always this very deep rooted fear my mom was so, like that bro I didn't know my mom was like that until I went in the military my first when I got my orders to go to Okinawa Japan she like goes that. Oh my God. And this is 1990, right? There's no internet. There's no nothing. Like, so she's like, Oh no. Like she was legit afraid for me to go spend a year in this country because they were a non-Christian nation. Right. And she thought I was going to wow. get possessed. She's like, honey, please be <sighs> on your guard, be on your spiritual guard while you're over there. You know, like it freaked me the fuck out, bro. The way she was talking to me. <laughs> and, uh, and I think because of that, though, I actually man. had, one night, bro, I had this fucking, I was in my barracks room by myself, passed out, drinking, you know, whatever. And I woke up, I don't know, two in the morning or something. And I swear to Christ, I fucking woke up and there's this dark shadowy, like 10 foot figure Ooh. in my, oh, in my room. And I had this impending doom on my yeah. chest. Whoa! Bro. I swear to God. Now. Ooh. Sleep. I don't know. I could have drank opium that night. I don't fucking remember. Okay, but <laughs> I do remember that experience, and it freaked me the fuck out. I'm, it freaked me out so bad. My mom made me take a rosary to Okinawa. Okay, uh -huh. so I went to my wall locker thing, and I grabbed it, and I was holding it. I, well, well, you got to picture this. Wow. Here I am. I'm 20 Damn. years old, in the best shape of my life. I'm a fucking marine. Fucking okay, beast. not afraid. Fuck of it. I'm an indestructible bitch. Give me an fucking M16. Right, okay, I'll shoot whatever. I'm laying in my rack, holding this this uh rosary <laughs> under the covers like a little kid because this fucking thing scared the shit out of me that's fucking terrifying i've dude. never told any of my buddies of course uh -huh. because 
I, yeah, I didn't want to get, you know, embarrassed. So <laughs> uh, I was embarrassed for myself that I was afraid. Yeah, but yeah, but I'm dude, thinking what about is that. I was like, bro, uh, I've had shit like that ever since I was a little kid, dude. Like, even like, as you're an not, adult, you're not possessing me, okay? You guys gotta, like, even as an adult, like, alone. Have you oh guys ever seen God. The, the Nightmare I, documentary? Uh, it's all about this shit. Everybody no has, like, it's all about sleep paralysis. Shane, you and I talked about that, I think. Go ahead, tell your story, because, like, fuck, man. You've had it since you were a child, haven't you? Yeah, like, dude. So, uh, <laughs> I've never had any, like, <laughs> like sleep paralysis where, like, I wake up and, like, they say, like, the, the, the skag woman or whatever, like, the old hag. The hag? Yeah, the hag. Yeah. It's like this old decrepit fucking demon <laughs> witch looking lady uh, yeah that comes in and like, like stays on your chest and, and like, screams at you uh-huh and uh yeah that terrifies me just thinking about that but i've <laughs> never i've never had that experience like fucking That's god good. but That's i've good. always 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 my whole fucking life uh thank god it hasn't happened in a long time but uh i'm, I'm never alone at nighttime anymore so that's excellent yeah. but um even like well, I guess sometimes I'll get a little hint of it when I'm in here in the studio, get done podcasting or something. I'm just chilling out by myself. Like I just get like a random wave of fucking fear, bro. Like for no reason. I'll even try to like breathe it out. Like what? Like I'm good. Like what? There's nothing here, but like it just feels like there's just fucking Satan right here. And I'm like, oh. And I turn everything off real quick and I run upstairs with my wife and I'm like, okay. <laughs> Wow, that's what awesome. is that? What is that? I don't know. I still yeah, I get know. a little glimmer of it. I mean, I'm I'm so think about this. When I was 26, I probably would tell you the same story. Now I'm 38, it's like a little bit more faint. But like every once in a while, I'll remember that fear mm-hmm. and it comes back immediately. So yeah, it's like, dude, there's yeah. my basement. This is my studio. I'm down here all the time. I do so much down here. Uh, indoor gardening as well, you know, uh, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm down here all the time. But every once in a while, especially if I've watched something fucking terrifying, which I usually mm-hmm. do, uh-huh. uh, <laughs> I'm programming myself. I know, I know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it is programming because yeah, I'll walk up the stairs and be like, ah, you know, <laughs> start walking so a little faster. A primal instinct, you know. Mm-hmm. You got to <laughs> shake it out, man. It's like gives you the release. Dude, my wife has taught me that shit. Like, and she even told me that, like, I mean, what she would had learned about how animals do that when they like, you know, escape an attack or something. You see them shake it all out. Yeah, that's true. And you see a dog do that after like a battle with each other in the neighborhood or something like that. Like they shake it all out. And so, of course, you got all these med- meditation channels and charge, you know, pay me $300. I'll teach you how to shake it out and all that. But like, <laughs> the basic information is like very, you know, physiological and stuff like that. It's so I'm following this girl on Instagram and that's like what she said. She's like, you know, connect with your body like with a little kid, like a little kid will be like fucking just so upset, like screaming and crying and like they'll scream and they'll cry. And then maybe they'll just fucking like <laughs> and then they'll just like. Oh, sick. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so right. it's like, you know, we knew even as like kids how to like regulate our fucking nervous system. And it's just like, you know, inherently, yeah. But it's like they do, you're taught, like, no, don't do that. That's that you're annoying people. You're, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to my fucking nerves. So- Shut up. Be still. And, uh, like, uh, dude, I, I, I even when I fucking sit still all the time. I get depressed. 
But if I fucking, if I'm sitting here and I'm just fucking like rocking, like it might be annoying to somebody, but I feel good. I'm vibing. Like I'm in a good mood. Like I'm ready to talk, but like sit still, like it's, I'm quiet. Um, you know, it's, it's crazy. High energy, low energy, man. Yeah, man. Mm -hmm. Well, boys, speaking of high energy and (laughs) this has been pretty damn epic. We've gone for two hours now. Oh yeah. Awesome. Um, yeah. Really great to meet you, man. I I can't wait. Thank you. Let my listeners know where they can find your podcast and your and your channels. It's oh, thanks, great. Man. It's not just like about airsoft. Like it's yeah, they talk about airsoft. But it's, great. it's so <laughs> awesome, dude. Like you guys talk about everything. Like, I and I'm sorry, love your even, show, dude. I'm sorry we didn't even get to 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 fucking airsoft, man. Oh no, dude. I, I, <laughs> I, I, that would be a fun topic to dig into anyway. You know. Yeah, I I mean, I, it's that's what I'm. You know, I I talk about with the, that with people all the time. So yeah, this Fair is enough. good. This is a nice refreshing break. Cool, man. But um, but yeah, I I do ask a lot of questions. So when somebody tells me something about, I'm like, oh, did you have a brother? Oh yeah, I had a brother. You know, and it kind of leads mm-hmm. down this rabbit hole of the path of like, well, how'd you get into that? You know, like, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. we taught I so many people that I have on the podcast. They'll go, um, so are we going to talk about airsoft? I'm like, oh yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so, That's awesome, I like that. <laughs> You know, you so, set a base uh, and you just dance around it for a while. Yeah, right. Like, hey, man, I just, I'm, you know, I like hearing about somebody's story. But uh, it's uh, Trifecta Airsoft um, is the uh, YouTube channel. And um, if you Google uh, Trifecta Airsoft podcast, uh, you'll see all the different platforms we're on and awesome where you can uh, where you can find all that. I think uh, episode two seventy something just came out, and um, yeah, so it's been fun. I met. A lot of people. I mean, I talk to people all over the world. So Austria, Belgium, (laughs) uh, you know, everywhere, Canada. Yeah, you're reaching a lot of people. You know, that's cool. Yeah. South Africa. Um, It's been it's been really fun. It's been really good for me, too. Uh, You know, as an explorer um, of all these different things, I uh, I love to learn from the different cultures and stuff and their experiences because I'm always, you know, when I talk to somebody in a different country, especially like somebody, you know, the, maybe the first time I've talked to somebody like um, I taught this girl in uh, Austria, I was like, so how is high school? Like, what what do you guys yeah. learn over there? Like, what do you, right. do you, do you learn how to drive when you're like 12? What do you do? You know, like, <laughs> are they saying about us? What are they saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's pretty true. <laughs> well. uh, yeah. Hell yeah. Well, no, well, man, it's been great meeting you too uh, andy it's been uh been really fun i will um yeah i'm definitely gonna have to all the different podcasts you guys mentioned mention them again because i want to <laughs> go on and uh find all these too yeah we'll um, have to send tin you foil something and tin foil foil hat. A, a good place to find a lot of good researchers okay uh, mark, does a, mark does a good job of booking people for sure um he puts a lot of good people into a, a big spotlight so that's cool yeah, yeah. um tin foil yeah, has his... a good place to start his show is My Family Thinks I'm Crazy. And check out the podcast collective, Alt Media United, dude. Like, yeah, all so media. many good shows, so many good podcasters, dude. Same with Forbidden Knowledge News. Yes, yes, F- Forbidden FKN. Knowledge Network. If you type in FKN, yeah. Okay. A lot of good people on there, too. Um, yeah, man, it's great to talk to you and, and, and get another person in the community, basically. At nice. Least in the space, you know, it's great to to get to know you man and Appreciate so everybody, uh shane want to tell them where where they can find you if they don't i mean they know where they know who you are 
I know exactly <laughs> who you are. You have your fucking podcast right behind oh, you now, and I love oh, it. That oh, looks cool. I knew some, I but knew I didn't some. know it all. Get rid of the K and Newsom to play on my last name. I'm on pretty much every single platform except YouTube and Apple. YouTube because uh, I guess I'm lazy. And uh, <laughs> Apple because they keep fucking me around. And they just, they, well, I can't upload to it. Well, it won't work. They That's send me weird. in a loop. They send me in like a loop. It's like, agree to this to, to post. And then like I click on the thing to let me agree to it. And, uh, I don't even remember what happens now, but it sent me in this like fucking loop where I couldn't agree to their like terms of service. And I had that trouble know. too. I can't even remember how I got out of it, but I absolutely can't get back in. So I don't know any of my stats on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like going in this loop of like not having my ID and then not having a password to like match it. It's just like this endless horrible. Oh my thing. God. And yeah. Apple's like, fuck you. We're all robots. <laughs> we're so, all yeah. robots. <laughs> so since we're all putting this out, Andy, where can our listeners find you? I am on social media quite a bit on Instagram and Twitter under the deep share. I'm on YouTube and Odyssey and pretty much all the platforms for podcasts, the deep share podcasts. And I'm on Patreon, which you're hearing this. If you're my listeners, you're hearing it here first, but this will be released to the public inevitably. I don't want to really keep anything forever behind a paywall or anything, but if you do want more content then that's where you can get it for sure gotcha. a lot of me and shane going deep and getting weird <laughs> yeah that's good <laughs> all right awesome man well thank this you guys it's been awesome for absolutely sure, dude. Thank dude. thanks everyone. for doing this man yeah it's great talking you. to you again yeah you too man thanks for all listening right, guys thanks for watching sleepy boys <laughs> <laughs> later guys peace later